don't care if you've been trying to dodge Ezra Miller's attacks all night. Oh, if you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times. I'm your host, Kutu Boost Project, coming to you live and direct from the Vista Smokedown fam with all the dang shit. On my left, Ghost Ninja in the world, Old Ninja. We told you long ago on the road, we got that dank dish for you. Yes, sir. Uh, engineering on the ones and twos, talk to people out on the threes, four Sopranos. Hi. <laughs> Short and sweet. Uh, last but not least, we got your boy Blue. Look, we don't. There's a few things we don't talk about. We don't talk about Fight Club. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Jada. God damn! God damn! Dude, it's good to be back up on here. Yeah, um, real quick. Sorry that we were late. Um, I had to update my computer. Apparently. It was like, we're not going to start unless you get these certain drivers. I was like, okay, thanks, asshole. Anyway. Yeah, for anybody, uh, <laughs> everybody listening live. <laughs> yeah, if you're live. So that was my fault, I guess. Um, uh, listener of the week will be Brittany once again. Thank you very much. You've been, I think, three weeks in a row now. Jesus. I was about to say, you, Mom, that name sounds familiar. You like Brittany us. Brittany Spears, really she like shouted out her conservatorship. Yeah, nobody in the chat yet because we've been late. Once again, sorry. So let's keep it rolling. We'll keep it moving. Hey. We'll keep it moving. CP time. CP time for real, for real. Old Ninja, what you usually you usually pour out something malty, beveragey, something urban. What you doing this week, and for whom to do? Ur- urban. Yes, I said. Malt, are malt liquors all in, inherently urban or not? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it okay. is. <laughs> so we're is gonna that pour a Fremontian out beverage. <laughs> is that a what? A Fremontian beverage. It is a Fremont one. It's from Fremont <laughs> Brewery. It's B-Bomb. This is from 2017. Nice. So, the only I'm doing this right now, because I bought one the other day. That's from 2016, bitches. It was like 50 bucks. When I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm fancy. Let's do this. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> For Wait, beer? It's from, the, it's, it's from the city of Fremont? No, no. It's the, the oh, brewery's okay. called Fremont. The, the, um, where, where are they from? They're from Washington. Seattle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So... In that respect, we're not gonna pour the fancy stuff. Well, the super fancy. Well, we'll pour out some Colt 45 on this one oh. for uh, Estelle Harris. Uh, she's best known as George Costanza's mom from Seinfeld, uh, but she's been in numerous other projects as well, such as The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and the Disney animated feature film uh, Hercules or Heracles. Um, she's in <laughs> Toy Story 2 and 3 as the voice of Mrs. Potato Head. Um, in the 1950s, she used to act in amateur groups, dinner theater, and commercials, and then moved on to guest spots on TV shows after her children were older. So when she came back to TV, she guest spotted on Night Court, Married with Children, Moesha, and Living Single, and then Star Trek Voyager, as well as other numerous other shows. Um, on April 2nd, she died of natural causes at her home in Palm Desert, California, at the age of 93. Mm. There you go. So RMP of the week. All right. No more. No, I don't have no more. Right. Nobody else does. Were you expecting more? <laughs> I mean, we, we did hit the million mark in COVID deaths, so I mean that's depressing. Yeah, goddamn. Yeah. Uh, plus, there's well, plus Will the Smith people in Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's just pause. I said, and I said, and Will Smith, his career is dead. Ooh. It's, it's, pause, like, oh, not it's pause, not dead. It's pause, not dead. Nah, I mean, it, it, 
if Alec Baldwin can sh- kill somebody on set and still go back to work, then Will Smith can go back. Accidentally. Yeah. Accidentally. Are they still? Are they still on this planet? No, they're on the ground. Look, but, but it was, still, definitely, the, it was definitely an accident, though. It was so, an accident, accident, but he still killed somebody. Yeah. Look at, but, a, look at the color of Will Smith's skin. I mean, the, the yeah. baby. Yeah. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to be, te- I mean, the baby killed somebody. Shot him in a store. Yeah. But he wasn't he being assaulted at the time. So, you know, there's that. There is yeah. that. Um, damn. And, and I know y'all probably went pretty deep went on quick. Jada, Jada and Will last week. But sure um, what are your thoughts? God fucking damn, man. This shit, I, I didn't know it was going to blow up as hard as it fucking did. I mean, it's been a week, but it, it's been the topic du jour pretty much every goddamn day on these uh, social media streets. Uh... I, a lot of people disappointed me with this one, um, namely Will. But at the end of the day, Chris Rock was a fucking victim. He got attacked and assaulted in front of everybody. The joke was benign as fuck. It was something that everybody would have forgotten about. There was no ooh. There was no like uh, drastically uh, hardcore uh, joke that was at her expense or whatever. It was, it was a G.I. Jane joke. Most people, if you're under 30, you have no idea what G.I. Jane was. It wasn't even this big blockbuster 90s movie. It was just a, a, a middle-of-the-road movie or whatever. Um, it would have made more sense if he made a, a joke referencing, like, the Dora Milaje or something. That yeah. that people would have understood way more than G.I. Jane, but whatever. Um, Chris Rock is as fuck, too. <laughs> so, yeah. Actually, that, that joke probably would have went over better. Yeah. To be honest yeah, with exactly. you. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Chris Rock has been a comedian since the late 80s, early 90s, whatever, like 30 years or so. He gets paid to tell jokes, and I've heard way more brutal jokes from Ricky Gervais at, like, the Oscars or Grammys and award shows. Um, <laughs> well, it's funny because Ricky Gervais, Ricky Gervais he said that he wouldn't have made fun of her alopecia, but it's like, what did you know about it, though? Yeah. Like, I... It, I it, it's all it's all this like uh, Monday morning quarterbacking bullshit. The only reason why you know there's all this hemming and hawing about the joke is because of what Will did. The joke itself, everybody was just going to move on. And the other thing that really fucking sucked about the whole thing was you shit on this incredibly inspirational movie about this black father, you know, by doing this crazy action. Like King Richard didn't get any fucking attention everybody was always all talking about will smith being a crazy fucking maniac and slapping somebody on stage in front of on on live tv um quest love got an award that night everybody loves quest love but again he got his night in a lot of ways stolen from this um and then the biggest for for, on the site and uh schumer they were like first female host co-host for i think the the Oscars. Yeah, I mean, again, a lot of people had their their night kind of stolen, and at the same time, end of the day, um, none of it was fucking necessary. This wasn't some cage fight. This wasn't some schoolyard. This, these are fifty year old plus men that <laughs> are have been celebrities for thirty years. I'm I know for a fact both of them have heard much worse from paparazzi, you know. But I think Jada, we've talked about her many many times on this show. She ain't shit. And sadly, it seems like Will is a fucking hothead and has all this fucking um, aggression for someone who didn't fuck his wife, but none of the aggression for someone who <laughs> did fuck his wife. Yeah, but there's uh, something who, I want to make sure that, you know, at least I'm going to say, is that I don't actually, like, like last week I was kind of like, 
sort of on the fence about some things, but I don't really blame this on, on Jada. I don't like her personally. Like I, like the things that she's done, you know, publicly, I don't really appreciate it all. Um, but at the same time, I mean, like she didn't tell him to go up there and slap that dude. So, you know, yeah, it, it doesn't look like, it doesn't look like you're, you're probably right about that. Um, it doesn't look like she said anything to him. It seems like she was embarrassed or, or, or she didn't appreciate the joke. He laughed at it. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Will has to take responsibility for his fucking actions. And I, I saw this week he uh, uh, decided to um, resign from the academy or something like that. Ah, that's like, yeah. eh, it's just, all that means is that he can't vote yeah. on Oscars. It, he he can still get Oscars. So sure. You know. Did you did you see this, the this, other? This, thing, this was his first Oscar that he had gotten. He's been yeah. trying to to get this when he was in like the, uh, the movie Ali. Uh, and, and a whole lot of other like, other like serious drama roles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, again, he he shot himself in the fucking foot. It was fucking ridiculous. None of it made any fucking sense. And the other thing, I just want to really quickly say, um, the people who believe that this was defending, uh, Will was defending his wife. You need to mess me with all of that bullshit. His wife was not in any fucking danger whatsoever. I need to be very clear about that. She was not physically threatened. She was not, there was no sexual assault. Nobody grabbed her ass. Nobody was, uh, you know, backhanding her. She was safe. All celebrities, for the most part, at the Oscars get a little bit of good-natured ribbing on them from a host, especially if you're a big-time celebrity who has a lot of dirt in the, in the paparazzi in public. She was going to be fine. It's funny because, like, in Will Smith's book, he talks about how, like, he was picked on as a kid, but he was always, like, that comedian. So he was always, like, quick win. He was able to make comebacks and stuff like that. Like, we didn't see that that day. Like, he went up there and slapped Chris Rock. He could have said a bunch of other little things like, you know, well, you were you were trying to suck dicks for a cheeseburger and such. A, like, he could have said yeah, something course. totally funny. But there's also some extra footage that was that was dropped from behind the scenes. I guess somebody was recording from their phone. And you can see that after Will Smith slapped uh, Chris and he's walking back to his seat, he sits down. Jada starts laughing. Mm-hmm. Like, she's laughing at the whole situation. So it's like, okay, she's definitely puppeteering or something. I don't know. But, yeah, you can see her clearly laughing at uh, what happened. Yeah, but it's still, it's on him. You know, you got to, it's his, yeah, his own. Of the day. Those are his actions. So, I mean. He he did it. Yeah. He did it. He, 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 did, the, he did the dirt. I, I don't know. I don't know what got into him because, again, this is someone who's been famous for that long, lived in L.A. and whatnot, been on TV shows, been on movies, been the biggest star in the fucking world. You know goddamn well you've heard much worse jokes. You know what I mean? Aimed at you, aimed at your kids, aimed at your movies, aimed even aimed at Jada. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It just it, He flew off the fucking handle for nothing. And, again, this was had zero to do with any type of defending. I was defending my wife. Get the entire fuck out of here. I heard that on social media a gazillion times. Jada was Wait, not physically threatened at he, all. Has he came out and said that he, he did it to to uh I've never heard him Jada's say honor? I've never heard him say it. I've heard other people jump yeah. to fucking conclusions and shit. Oh, this was defending your wife. If your if your wife is also a celebrity and she can't take any jokes at all, then maybe she's in the wrong fucking profession. Like point blank, it it was it was wild to me. I'm completely on the side of Chris Rock did his job as a comedian and got assaulted, and then sadly because people like uh, Will Smith so much, 
plenty of people just said, oh, well, you know, fuck Chris Rock. The dude got assaulted on stage. And I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm I actually impressed that he didn't retaliate at all. And the other thing is, yeah. Chris, uh, uh, Will Smith is taller, bigger, stronger. You know what I mean? Like he's way bigger of a, you know, of a intimidating presence than skinny ass Chris Rock. And so he's picking on someone smaller and he's picking on a comedian who was doing his fucking job. This was shit all the way around for, for Will Smith. And I hope he feels all the re- repercussions about this. No need for it. Go ahead. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, Chris definitely kept his like- composure after the slap. Like, he kept his composure. And, like, I can understand why he didn't want to push press charges because that's just fucking, like, a legal battle that you sure. it's just a headache. You, it's, it's, it's kind of tainted his name by him being slapped or whatever, but, like, he's just trying to get over it. Like, he's trying to get past it and just continue living off his life. He doesn't want this shit to continue to drag on and it be in the news. Like, Chris finally gets $200 million from Will and blah, blah, blah. He probably just wants to crush it where it stands well, and just move on. Let's be totally honest. The, probably, probably one of the main reasons why he's not doing it is because if, if he did sue him, it's going to, like, tear down another black man. Yeah, so, sure. And I think that's, like, yeah. probably a major contributing factor, too. Yeah, I think he saw that Will Smith had an emotional reaction that was way overblown and he's going to pay for it in his career. It's like, why kind of add to that? But at the same time, I think they could have just like, if you're that offended by Chris Rock's joke, just like talk to him, pull him aside, you know, like you, you know, the guy, like there's plenty of videos and photos of you guys hanging out. So Mm -hmm. all you, including Jada hanging out. So just, Hey man, like you went a little bit too far, you know? Plus, him and him and Jada worked together. Uh, Will, not Will. Uh, Chris Rock and Jada. They they were in the Madagascar together. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did. Well, they probably never were in the same room, but they were starting the same franchise or whatever. They probably did red carpets. You know. Definitely. Yeah, they red carpets. Franchise. So true. True. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I mean, I already. If y'all listened to last week's podcast, I already put it out there about my thoughts. Um, Prodigy brought up the Ricky Gervais thing, as I did as well. But I was referring to, <laughs> but I was referring to the the Academy's response versus the Golden Globes on what they did with Ricky. Like with Ricky, like I said, they cut to commercial, they cut his mic, they didn't do any of that stuff on the Academy. They let him, they let the show go on. They didn't cut the commercial. Yeah. They didn't do any of that stuff. Golden they Globes, just... they cut, what? they cut the mic, brought in sponsors. Uh, they did like a little mini thing, like, oh, we'll be back after these messages as they see people like talking to Ricky and he's backstage and bring him back out. At one point, he got replaced by somebody else. So, like, but it, in the middle the, of the show, in the middle of the show. At the Oscar, they did mute the mics because we, yeah. if you're watching live, you didn't hear was, what Will Smith had said. Yeah, when he but out. it wasn't yeah, until he went onto Twitter. Like, there was literally a video, I think a video that was trending was a video that was from Japan because you yeah. hear speaking in Japanese in the yeah. background and like, that's how everybody knew what he said when the camera. Yeah, I, I, I admitted, like I said last time, I didn't watch it live. I watched it on YouTube, so I thought it was nobody live, did up until still... nobody watched until somebody got slapped. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you one movie that was up for an Oscar, and that was King Richard. I <laughs> know. Also, uh, a real big fuck you to the entire Hollywood security system in that theater because. Apparently, and I don't even know if I believe this or whatever, but they, of course they released some uh, press release or whatever talking about uh, he was asked to leave and he said no. Bitch, if Kicking you're the asked fuck out. to leave anything, 
whether it's yeah. an ice cream parlor, a movie theater, a porn shop, whatever the fuck it is, if you're asked to leave, you are going you are going to be escorted out if you don't uh, voluntarily mm-hmm. voluntarily uh, comply with that shit. Yeah. What in the fuck kind of celebrity ass kissing is it to uh, slap somebody on live TV, be asked to leave, and be like, "No, I'm good. I'm staying here." And then nobody yeah. even fucking do anything. What the fuck do you have security for? Yeah, then? and this is like. Oh, I saw... oh, go ahead, go ahead. Kicking him out is very tame of a response. Sure is. Like he could have literally been arrested on live TV. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it what he did was is literally assault. So police police could have came and like arrested him. But again, Chris Rock didn't press charges. But everybody saw what happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if, if if you see if a police officer sees somebody get their ass kicked or slapped or whatever in like real life, like usually you don't even need somebody to say, oh, you know, I'm I'm gonna press charges. They usually just arrest the person. Yep. You know. Yeah. Well, and the other the other thing to point out too, after this incident, which everybody fucking heard, everybody saw, yeah. especially if you're in the goddamn theater, you know, he gets his award for King Richard. And then guess what happens? Everybody's giving a standing ovation and clapping and cheering this man on. Any parties? What in the entire fuck? It just shows like the. But then again, it was all in front of the camera, so like. Let on Ninja talk, please. Yeah, well, uh, just really quick to uh, to piggyback off of what uh, Prodigy was saying. So I saw the reports as well, but then I saw reports like two or three days later about how that was untrue that nobody had talked to Will Smith, that the Academy put that out to save face because Maybe. they had, they went to sources that were around with Smith and they're like, nobody approached. They let him sit there. The people who did go, Tyler Perry, Denzel Washington, and you can see photo evidence of this, but as far as security, there's no photo evidence of any of that. And there's yeah. no witnesses said that no security came up. Apparently the Academy put something out to save face. I believe that. I, I yeah. do believe what you're what you're putting out. I thought it was kind of bogus. I was like, eh, because it was days later. You're absolutely right, old ninja. Mm-hmm. But plus, in, in, I don't, in any event, they should have. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't think they would have security for celebrities. They'll have security to keep like the commoners out of that ball pit where the celebrities are. Like, but there's, funny, there, but I wouldn't see. There would be a reason for them to have security for the celebrities. Like that's they probably wouldn't have thought anything was going to pop off between the between celebrities so why would they have security down there you know what i'm saying Man. there's yep. been like mm, you well, never know well, yeah, so it's like I'm, let me put it to you oh. like this had someone slapped amy schumer even if it was a celebrity i i think a very different reaction would have gone on in terms mm-hmm. of security and whatnot i the fact that it was two black men and one's you know slapping the other Everybody, in a lot of ways, a lot of people shrugged. But if this has been a, a man attacking a woman on state on live television, I don't, I don't know if it goes down like that. I really don't. Krennish, what were you going to say? No, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. It's just, it's just crazy. I just, I, I feel like you know, this, it's like steps back, mm-hmm. and it's just like we, it could have like never even occurred, and we'd have been fine. It's like, yeah, <laughs> was the joke off? Yeah, but at the same time, it's not worth you know slapping somebody over. Just I, I talk. Look, Go ahead. I was just, I was just gonna say. Plus, the, fake, the slap looked fake as hell. So probably people didn't even know it was real or not. Probably mm-hmm. took a a couple of minutes. Well, <laughs> no seconds, because when he sat down, then he made it real by screaming oh, out, yeah. "Keep you know." I'm just like, really, dude. Like you don't, you don't. When somebody does something like that, you don't seem tougher by doing that. You seem like to me, you seem like a bitch. 
Yep. Like, seriously, you're sending a straight-up bitch. I mean, if people want to say, oh, and don't get me wrong, like, if somebody was to make fun of, like, you know, my partner, it's like, okay, like, if they make fun of her, like, I definitely wouldn't immediately, like, try to fight them. You know what I mean? Like, you get a couple of chances. You know what I mean? And then maybe I do something. But it's like, first, like, it starts with, like, hey, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, it's not the way you're going to talk to her. Not, you know, I'm going to immediately go to violence, you know, especially on, on national TV. And I'm a fucking millionaire. Like, what the fuck? And you've seen it like I've seen it. Almost all big name A-list celebrities get a little bit of jokes <laughs> thrown at them at award shows. That's just kind of what goes into it. People have made fun of us before. Plenty of times. Yeah. I've been called yeah. the N-word to my face by people yeah. that have definitely said it in not a nice way with the ER. And mm-hmm. I didn't fuck up their ass. I didn't stop. I didn't do anything. Yeah, you might say, yeah. "Oh, well, they were emasculating you." Yeah, okay, I guess, but I 100% know I can fuck them up. But that's yeah. not the point. The reason why people do something like that, especially with the N word, is to like to make you to elicit an, an, uh, you know an emotional response from you to yeah. prove that you're the animal. That yeah. is that was not what um, Chris Rock was trying to do with no. you know Jada Pinkett Smith or you know Will Smith. He was just making a, an innocuous joke. He wasn't trying to emasculate him. Or trying to like really tear her down, in my opinion. You know, you might have a different opinion, that's that's fucking fine, but you know what happened to Will Smith, it speaks for it speaks for itself. Like what's already happened to him. Think back to the movie. I mean, we're all of a certain fucking age now. The movie G.I. Jane wasn't some punk ass movie. You know, yeah. I mean Demi Moore was this badass in the movie. And yes, she had a shaved head, she was in the military, she was doing badass shit. It, it was a cool movie for its its time in the nineties. It's not really much of a fucking insult. He's not calling her ugly. He's not calling her stupid. He's not calling her some racial slur. Like, I really want to digest uh, this joke in terms of the overreaction. It was as benign and run-of-the-mill as you could possibly fucking get. You've heard everybody who's ever gone to a comedy club has heard worse jokes told about people in the front row. Like, (laughs) this was nothing. You know what I mean? And again... Nobody would have remembered the joke. Literally, you would have struggled to remember. Did he say something about Jada? Oh, I can't remember if Will didn't do this. No, yeah. no memory whatsoever. So, yeah. Anyway, it was a sad moment. I'm sure you guys went went deep on it last week. Um, I'm just glad to be back here. I just want to see Bad Boys Four. There you, know. you go. <laughs> I, I wanted to see you know Martin lose some weight, come back in shape and shit all fucking buff. I wanted to see him with a six a six pack better than Will Smith, but we ain't mm-hmm. probably gonna get it now. But actually, Michael Bay, yeah. I think, is still on board of making movies. Yeah. So just stop making, you know, Transformers movies. Please. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, uh, speaking of Martin Lawrence, have you guys seen uh, Fat Tuesday on, on Amazon? No. So it's a, it's, a, it's a really cool documentary about, uh, about uh, the comedy club or the, what is it called? It, start, it starts off talking about uh, the comedy store down in, <laughs> down in L.A. But, like, they start talking about, like, how, like, so Fat Spoiler, so Fat Tuesday was basically, it was a Tuesday at the comedy store where black comedians could perform. And it became so popular that Black Tuesday just, I mean, the store was selling out that they eventually had to start having more black comedians show up on different days. But, like, they went into talking about, like, Def Comedy Jam and, like, just listening, not just listening, but, like, hearing, like, some of the jokes and, like, some of the comedians who started off there. Because Martin Lawrence was, like, the host of it for, like, the longest time. And then, like, um... They talk about Bernie Mac, uh, mm-hmm. 
uh, what's his name? Uh, oh God, what's it? Not, not Jamie Foxx. Uh, the Bill Bellamy. He talks about yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Bernie Mac. He Bill Bernie Bill Ber- Bellamy does a hella good impression of Bernie Mac, and it's so fucking funny. Because so when Bernie Mac comes out, the guy before him sucked, and he he was booed and blah 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 blah. And Bernie Mac came out there and was like. I'm not scared of any of you motherfuckers, but he said in like the Bernie Mac like tone. It was just, it was so good. Oh, you guys need to check this. This is like, this, this should have been out for like Black History Month because this, it, it's like, I think it's like three episodes. It's about like an hour long each. It's, it's so good. They go into depth about the whole comedy scene with comedians. They talk about like Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor. Um, they talk about Mooney. They talk about Martin Lawrence. They talk about like all David Chappelle. Like, they talk about all, even like the small comedians. Like, Hamburger and uh, uh and Chris Rock, Chris Rock, Chris Tucker. They talk like Chris Tucker came out because I forgot he was on. He was on Def Jam for, yes, for a was. couple of that's, things. Yeah, that was his debut. Debut. Yeah, it's Def, it's um, Def Jam. It's totally worth watching just for like kind of the nostalgia of it. But like you know, it's it's just interesting the struggle that like even like with comedy like black people had like like a lot of comedians who like become like they get like a tv show or whatever they like they have to stop being as urban or like you know if they're mm-hmm. going to tell jokes at this during a certain time frame they can't be as urban but when they did fat tuesday that's when comedians could like really open up and like there was there was gang of people showing up to the comedy club just just for fat tuesday it was it's it's a really cool documentary about comedy i think i guess you should definitely check it out oh yeah i mean uh it's funny when you see bernie mac come out at def jam he's really skinny back mm-hmm. then but he comes out even though he says he's not scared he looks a little scared <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty but he kills it the he wins oh. the crowd over real quick because one of the they talk about is um, they talk about uh robin harris so if you know who robin you know harris he was, a, he oh, was yeah. a black comedian who passed away real young i think he was like 34 when he passed away but he used to have this skit where he, he where he talked about his family, his baby kids, right? And the skit. So usually when you go to a comedy club, like you kind of don't want to hear the, the the comedian tell the same joke. But for him, like people wanted to hear the baby kid story like over and over again. It got so popular that they actually made an animated movie out of it. It was actually supposed to be a TV series, but like he passed away before they had a chance to to kick that off. So somebody else picked it up and and turned it into a movie. But like this, his story, like him telling his jokes and where he came from and like all the because he was in a he was in kid and play movies and he's some house other party. movies like house party house party that's what it was but like yeah he I, he was just like he was a legend that just just died way too soon remember uh, martin he, lawrence he the cusp? martin lawrence talking shit that was like one i used to have that shit on tape i was oh, like yeah. one of the greatest like comedy albums of all time um i kind of forgot about it until like I started listening to Joe Rogan like years ago. I haven't I haven't listened to like a whole episode in a while, but um, but Joe Rogan used to open for Martin Lawrence at the Comedy Store, and he used to bomb like every night. And that's how he, <laughs> that's kind of how he got better, like marginally better, I guess. But um, yeah, it was just like go back and listen to like talking shit. But it's also like anytime you go, this is uh, I'm gonna preface this because I haven't listened to the album in a long time. I remember some of the jokes, especially when he got heckled. Live on his fucking special, he talked about kicking dicks out of that dude's mouth. But like, Bob, I was just like, dude, that's that shit had me fucking like, crying laughing. I, I don't go down to your work and kick dicks out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After he heckled him, and uh, but anytime you go back and listen to like old comedy, I, I, I wanted to say especially black comedy, but I can't even say that because if I if I remember, like there was a lot of white comedians that said some fucked up shit too. Um, just remember that it's like a different era. Where, like saying like the other f word was acceptable. 
and like yeah. saying like super, you know, homophobic jokes was acceptable. So yeah, I don't I don't want to like fucking trigger some people. Like, oh, you're making me listen to all this fucking homophobic bullshit. Yeah, it's homophobic homophobic bullshit in today's lens. But back then, it was totally acceptable because people were assholes and didn't care about people that were gay. So, what? One other quick story. Uh, this actually took me for a fucking loop, and I was like, oh, this is where that fucker came from. Nick Cannon makes an appearance, and he, apparently, he <laughs> started off his career going to Fat Tuesday, and he was like 16. Wait, is it? Hold he, on, Blue. Is it Fat or is it Black Tuesday? Which fat. one is it? Like like the holiday or like the before, oh, like before Gras, Lent or whatever. Okay. Yeah, Mardi Gras. Yeah, Fat Tuesday. P H A T. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, Chris Nick or Nick Cannon's on there, and I was like, wait, he was a comedian? I thought he was just like mm-hmm. a joke altogether. But yeah, Damn. But, yeah well, he did wilding out and shit like that, right? Still yeah, does Still does it. He was a successful yeah. comedian, like one of the one of the most successful if you really think about it, just financially wise. Yeah, uh, that's only because you married Mariah. Just... <laughs> well, that makes him even more successful. I mean, how many guys were drooling over Mariah back in the day, dude? I... Do you remember how Mariah had all of hip hop on lock? Like you knew it was going to be some fire yeah. if she sang the hook. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> and when she yeah. got down with ODB on her shit, I was like, this chick can do anything. You know? What yeah. I, mean? I remember like the day when she was like, oh yeah, and she's also black. I was like, what? I was like, damn. I was like, okay. <laughs> Like most people don't know that Mariah Carey's black. Yeah, she. I mean, she's white passing, but her dad, her dad is black as fuck. Yep. It's funny. I remember I dated a girl who was mixed. Uh, uh, Chronos, who who she is, uh, back in high school, and oh. one of her, she's she's black and white, and one of her friends had asked her like, "How come you don't look like Mariah Carey?" She wasn't ugly. She yeah, was, she definitely she was a really hot looking. girl. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't bad looking. It's just that she wasn't Ew. Mariah Carey. I mean, yeah. terrible. Why can't you sing and break glasses and shit? Yeah, I mean, come on, right? <laughs> it's like required, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, switching it up just a little bit. What in the entire fucking shit is going on with your non-binary boy over at Warner Brothers trying to play the role of the Flash? Have y'all heard oh, about? No, hold on. We already talked about this. One, this is your boy. How is it? My- that's your boy, Ezra. Because you talk about him the most, especially on Twitter. And two, we are—he's the Kool-Aid Man now. So, speaking of kicking dicks out of mouths. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying, that's likely what he did. If he didn't, that's the story going forward. He yeah. kicked down doors like a Kool Aid man, kick, kicking out dicks out of mouths. No more fucking threesomes or foursomes or yeah. you know, whatever. I mean, to have like a major motion picture coming out and you can't stay out of jail, you can't stop assaulting people, you can't, like, what in the entire fuck, man? I, I just feel like. You can't move forward with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't you can't sell action figures and, and cereal boxes and all this other stuff if you got him going in and out of jail. But if you guys already talked about it, you already talked about it. Flash yeah. went around here with a wifey drawing. <laughs> yeah, yeah he drunk as fuck, busting in like the Kool-Aid man, talking about he's gonna kill and bury people. Like, yeah, man, you got your movie coming out later on this year. He's probably gonna be in jail again by that time. Yep. So <laughs> I mean they put all of his other stuff on hold. I won't be surprised if they push back his film release again. Yeah, dude. So, it, it's been postponed like 11 times since 20, yeah, I think, 2018. Yeah, I think they even pushed his 
current movie back to maybe early 2023. It's, it's funny. I'm actually looking more forward to seeing the Flash movie than I am for seeing the Batman movie with uh, Kristen Patterson or whatever his name Kristen is. Patterson. Bobby, <laughs> Jesus Bobby Sparkle. Oh wait, just, so you just, just because, just because <laughs> I want to see uh, Michael Keaton as Batman again. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't see the Batman at all, Blue? I still haven't seen it, man. I, it's, I'm waiting for it to come out on Netflix. Or not Netflix. I'm waiting for it to come out on Max. HBO Max. On, uh, I think it comes out April 16th. Yeah, I think it's this month for sure. Oh, I, I don't understand this celebrity thing where they fuck with like n- people with normal incomes. And yeah. it's like, you are fucking rich as shit. Like, why do you care? Like, <laughs> I, I'm gonna, like, I'm not wealthy. I'm not, I've been rich at a certain point in my life and it was great. Like, I made a bunch of money and it was like, yeah, this is cool. Like, th- a lot of things didn't matter to me anymore. Um, but even now, it's just like a lot of things I'm like trying to let go because they don't directly affect me. And if they don't directly affect me, like I, don't, I really don't give a shit. I'm, I'm trying to let go of more of that. But if, so, I'm like, if I, but if I'm a fucking millionaire and somebody, if I'm in a fucking threesome or whatever and somebody slights me, I don't give a shit because I'm going to go home and pick up some cognac that's been aged <laughs> for like fucking 300 goddamn years. And I'm sipping that shit and smoking a blunt and watching, you know, something on my fucking IMAX. You know, like I don't really care. I'd laugh at the pores. Yeah, <laughs> so I probably wouldn't laugh at him, but think, you know, yeah. I think you already put it out there, Cronus. Uh, you, when you're making that much money, you just said a lot of stuff you didn't care about anymore. And for people that are rich, you know, the poor's are people you don't care about anymore. But you, you can get I drunk mean, and run them over, and then like you could care less about their lives. You're like, you know what? I could kill you, and it won't matter because you're poor, okay. and no one's gonna remember your name. Let me let me just let me rewind a little bit because what I just said was kind of fucked up. All right, I'm not saying that, like, don't care about poor people at all or people that make less than you. You should definitely help them. But if they slighted you at all, you're going to go back to your life of luxury. So mm. why, why would you give a fuck? I mean, like, on, on how they slighted you. Um, but if you can help them, definitely help them in whatever way you can. But, yeah, just, like, why would you, like, okay, like, you get to, you get to keep continuing to live your privileged life that hopefully you earned, you know? So I, you talk about not believing shit. I don't believe for a hot fucking second that Ezra was really getting slighted or, or something egregious was happening. No, to he's him. been a dick. I think he's, <laughs> he's a hothead. I think much like we talked about with Will Smith just flying off the fucking handle for almost no fucking reason, Ezra is like that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's reason. I'm pretty sure he was too drunk to get it up or something. <laughs> And the couple was like, well, you know, it happens sometimes. We'll try again later. And he probably got mad and was like, fuck you. I'm going to fucking kill both of y'all. You better not tell paparazzi about this shit. And went off the you know what I, You know what I think it is? Is that uh, I think Hawkgirl and uh, and the Justice League animated series had said that, like, yeah, the Flash, like, the reason why you don't have a girl is because you are the fastest man alive. Oh, <laughs> damn. He's a oh. <laughs> so listen, I mean, listen. I mean, that could have been it too. All they had to do was like, "Hey, listen," because I think it was just crashing. From what I understand, he was like crashing at their place anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'd have just been like, "Okay, you know, whatever. I'll leave." If he's sad, just you know, just dial up P. Davidson. Be like, "Hey, how you getting all this pussy, man? <laughs> like, how you getting all this? Like, just let me know the secret. Do I need to get shitty tattoos? Do I need to look coked up all the time? Is that the secret to getting like this Would Hollywood pussy? Because <laughs> apparently that's like the thing now. Yeah, paint your nails." And, and uh, shitty tattoos. Where oh, don't match. Where <laughs> stuff that doesn't match. Funny motherfucker. I mean, I'm not all that convinced that Ezra's necessarily into all that much pussy per, per se. But oh, I'm pretty sure he's because he uses non-binary terms. So I don't know if he. I don't know if he came out as bi, but I'm pretty sure he's bi. 
I don't. Or, I don't. Well, or if, whatever. If you're buy, wouldn't you be buying Nary? I, I don't know. That, that's like, maybe he prefers. That's, that's the thing. I right? don't know. Maybe he prefers the pronouns and he likes them. I, I don't know. No idea. Yeah, I I know he goes. I'm sorry. I know Ezra goes by they or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but all I know is this: that is a wild, disturbed motherfucker, and the PR folks at Warner Brothers could not keep him <laughs> from himself. You know what I mean? So uh, y'all gonna have to do something, but you you know goddamn well you can't have a movie. And you, this probably, if, if successful, you know, not getting ahead of myself, if the first one was successful, just given the size of the character of The Flash, of course you could spin that into a trilogy, you know, a whole series of movies and all that. If the, again, assuming success or whatever, and it could all be centered around you. You know, you could have almost like the Flashverse, you know, with you making cameos and other movies and all that other shit. But if you can't stay out of jail, then what the fuck? Oh, fuck that. Gr- Grant Gustin was better anyway, so. He was. Just saying. He was. As I mean, a, they can always replace them with them. Yeah. I mean, Flashpoint does Flash some fucked up shit. <laughs> and, oh, I mean, spoiler. I mean, I kind of spoiled this for Blue, but uh, they meet. <laughs> yeah. Ezra's Flash and Grant Gustin's Flash, they meet on the CW uh, Flash. Yeah. And that was pretty It was actually pretty it was epic. pretty awesome. It was a pretty awesome scene. The scene's like maybe two and a half minutes, but it's pretty awesome. God damn. Good Grant shit. Gustin is like ten years younger than me. That's fucking weird. Damn. <laughs> Ezra yeah. Miller is like thirteen year, years younger. Only twenty nine. Wow. Wow. Okay, he's this wild at twenty nine. He's wild in that twenty nine. I yeah, think it's like probably... yeah, it's around thirty when like most people like kind of calm the fuck down. I think. Yeah. Yeah, you would think, but you know, well, especially when you have people around you literally getting paid to calm you down. Yeah, it's like you know I mean? take, take advantage, man. Take advantage. <laughs> I think he took. I think he took advantage of too many drugs. Yeah, the man. the wrong drugs. drugs and alcohol. Yeah, yeah the wrong ones and fucked up. Turned into Kool Aid man. Take some indica. <laughs> calm the fuck down. Sleep in the couch. Sleep on the couch. You'd be all right. The Hennessy don't help. <laughs> oh, damn. The Hennessy and cocaine. <laughs> uh, mix, mix with some Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody needs to bring back. Uh, I, I thought they were bringing it back. They should bring back Celebrity Deathmatch because I like to see uh, Will Smith and Ezra go at it. <laughs> oh, I think I think it is back. I think it's on Paramount Plus. Oh shit! Um, if I'm not mistaken, I, I heard they were bringing it back. They're also bringing back uh, Beavis and Butthead. They're coming back to Paramount Plus as well. Whole new show. Didn't it come I back see. before, like a couple years back? It did. Yeah. Got canceled, and they're bringing it back again. I feel like quick turnaround. The, the Beavis and Butthead thing. These dramas come around. Beavis and Butthead was great, mostly because back in the like original first season or two, they were literally spoofing on a whole bunch of '90s and '80s uh, metal and rock bands and their yeah. video. That was the best part about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but there's not a lot of like. This is the problem: is that they're trying to recapture something that was era specific. Yes. You know, like you can't like. I don't think Beavis and Butthead it works for our generation, but our generation is aging. First of all, <laughs> you know, and second of all, like there's no more. There's not a whole lot of like music videos that are that are like shitty like that because most music videos today, if you're gonna make them, first of all, they usually produce them pretty well. Yep. You know, so because they know that most people are probably not going to watch them um, if they're not well produced. So I think that that's like a huge miss with like Beavis and Butthead. Like they don't understand the point of what made it successful in the 90s. You know, it's it's, it's like uh, like you couldn't make 
for instance, you could make a Rick and Morty and transport it, you know, into the nineties. No, no, what it wouldn't be funny at all. Like nobody would get it, and it, it'd be stupid to get canceled after one season. But because of today's, you know, what people like today, it works today. But also, you probably couldn't make it fifteen years from now or thirty years from now. You couldn't make another Rick and Morty because it it would lack cultural significance. And I think that's what people don't understand. Yeah, people like that are older now. Oh, you know, things were better back in the day. They were, but it's also within context. There are still a lot of really good things out now. You just don't like it because you're older and you're still stuck on old shit. I'm the same yeah. with like with music. Like I don't understand like a lot of like mumble trap rap, music yeah. and like <laughs> this, this mumble rap. I don't fucking like it. But at the same time, this generation does. So I can't really shit on the whole genre as a whole when they're making money off of it. You know what I mean? And people, there's obviously an audience there. And I'm, I'm you know. And I still get some of the stuff that I like, some of the, you know, new, some of the newer raps, like maybe 5% of it is decent, but they're also, they're not writing their music for me. They're writing it for people that are their age. So I shouldn't get it. Mm-hmm. The, uh, one of the things about comedy, 80, 90% of it, it's all about fucking timing, whether it's the timing of the fucking punchline or the timing of the fucking era and the zeitgeist and when you tell a joke and when you, what you can get away with, what's edgy right now and, you know, 2022 was not edgy in 82 or vice versa. I, I, I get all of that. Um, so there's definitely a time aspect to it. it. It is what it is. I don't think this is going to fucking work at the end of the day. I think um, Beavis and Butthead has kind of come and gone in a lot of ways. Ho- hopefully, I'm wrong. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't wish any ill will on the people trying to make it. But I remember they had a movie that even didn't even do that well, and that was at the height of their fame. Yeah, because it yeah. just. I mean, it. It's really immature, comedy. I mean, it's 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 a comedy about two. You know, like teenage, pre, like early teenage white kids living in poverty, making fun of like metal and rock videos. That's yep. the premise of the show. How the fuck is that going to pass today? Like it's what? Like that doesn't make sense. Like just imagine going in any studio and pitching that to anybody. They'd be like, yep. what the fuck are you talking about? And remember I, it, it was on late night, like it, MTV, MTV. Yeah. to be a success. It was on that kind of like basically their version of adult swim, super late mm-hmm. at night. And then it became popular. We're stoned <laughs> up late, and they were like, "Let's watch this fucking cartoon." And the cartoon was like stoner funny. Yeah, yeah. With uh, with Beavis and Butthead, I remember the episode when they they watched. Uh, I think they watched Gin and Juice, Snoop Dogg's Gin and Juice, <laughs> yeah. and that right there, I was like, that was the funniest shit ever because they were like, "Oh yeah, I, I I can smoke that Gin and Juice." Like and it was so fucking funny about them always trying to get laid and stuff like that. But um, it, it's interesting because uh, Prodigy mentioned about like like comedy and like you know error and stuff like that i think a lot of comedy comedians have like i think they have an expiration date like i think once you become famous like for example like chris rock like he's going back on tour doing stand-up and it's like you don't really have like you're wealthy like what comedy things can you talk about that i'm going to relate to to make me laugh like yeah you can talk about some political stuff here and there but like back in the day when you were talking about like oh yeah i used to do this and this for drugs and blah blah like that shit's like kind of more not more relatable but it's funnier to me but like now you're you're rich and famous and stuff like that so any story you're telling me is about how bougie your life is and it's like get the fuck out of here with that and i think yeah. a lot of a lot of comedians who are trying to make a comeback i mean i, I don't know i haven't seen chris rock's new stand-up and i think uh eddie murphy was talking about doing a stand-up too and i don't know yeah. where he is with that and like i will watch it 
just to watch it, but like, what can he really kind of talk about other than political and what what's happening? In well, the world I mean, right there's a, there's a couple of things. So when it comes to like comedy and like the, how much money they make, so uh, God damn it, what's the fuck? I I don't want to say this term. The shorter guy, forget his fucking name. No, oh, uh, Cat Williams. No, the popular <laughs> one. Uh, Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yes. Kevin Hart has not like really missed a step after he's made like all this money and he's still selling out stadiums to this day. And he's still he's still pretty funny. I mean, like he's not his his style of comedy isn't exactly like my go to, but he's still funny and he's still, you know, pulling down, you know, a lot of money and he's still selling out stadiums. So I think th- there's a way you can do it, but you, I mean, you're right. There is definitely like a um there is a tightrope, I guess they have to like walk. I mean, cause I mean, Jay Z, like he, he still raps about fucking making millions and millions of dollars and nobody seems to care. So I think that if he can do that, then, you know, comedians can still make jokes about possibly being rich or making fun of being rich and still remembering like what it was like to like not be rich, but I haven't seen a special. So I don't, I don't know what his, what his premises are, but I think there, there are a lot of successful comedians that have made a bunch of money that are still funny. Cause I remember when I watched, um, Eddie Murphy on comedians and cars getting coffee. Mm-hmm. Just hearing him talk and as and his like normally, he was still funny as shit. Yep. I was like, he's he like he still got it. But I think one of the main reasons why he stopped doing comedy is first of all, his comedy when he was in his heyday was incredibly offensive to like mm-hmm. a lot of people that today would definitely not appreciate those kinds of jokes. Um and also he has he has kids, like a whole shitload of kids. Yeah. And like his kids could never like listen to like those sorts of jokes. Um, as they were growing up, and especially like if your kids are in school and you have like a super dirty comic dad, that's gonna be fucking weird. So, I mean, those are my thoughts on that. I'll say this: he got on stage, dad, and he said, "Fuck." Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I agree with really uh, where both of you are coming from. I'll, I'll only say this: I mean, one of the biggest comedians in the entire oh, fucking universe, yeah. hell. And I mean, he's only gotten richer. He's only gotten more famous. I'm glad he started. He came back. Obviously, he had a hiatus and whatnot. But to me, he's just as funny, if not funnier, than he was back in the day. And he he's still, you know, pulling no punches. He's still doing some really cutting edge shit. Um, and I, I think it's a possible. He's proof that it's possible, even as a, at an older age, to really bring it, especially on stage. And you can feel the energy, even when you're not in the fucking theater like you're watching netflix and you can feel the fact that hey this is funny as shit you know what i mean like you feel like you're there which is hard to do a lot of netflix specials or comedy that you're watching on um on tv you feel like way distant from them at least for me hold on it's funny real quick i think clay actually just made a really good point in the chat about beavis and butthead beavis and butthead would be way better if they released a music video reaction segments on youtube Mm-hmm. That's yeah. honestly, if there was a Beavis and Butthead react channel, that's how you relate this to like th- to this generation. There you go. Yeah. It'd be fucking perfect. So I don't think they're gonna be doing that. I think they're gonna. So according to Mike Judge, he put it. A, he put out a tweet that shows Beavis and Butthead as middle aged men. Oh, that's different. So okay. it looks like they're gonna be older. older. Yeah, and it shows Beavis as like kind of like kind of chubby version of um he kind of looks like Anderson Hank a little Hill. bit he has a head yeah. oh yeah Hank Hill except for, instead of Hank Hill's head it's Beavis's head or Butthead's head and he's smoking and then it shows like 
it looks like Butthead like might be some old teacher. He's wearing glasses or whatever. But apparently they're doing. So his quote is saying a brand new movie and more on Paramount Plus. No exact date, but he said it'll be soon. Everyone says 2020. He put out a couple of black and white sketches of older oh, versions of them. Wow. So this looks. So if it applies to us as and talking about middle age, Beavis and Butthead, I think that might work even better than Maybe. them going back to high school. Maybe. Because that applies to them growing up and talking about, and basically imagine older Beavis and Butthead. Imagine if they had kids. That'd be fucking sad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but if it does it, I mean, people would watch. I mean, I would watch. That's interesting. That's an interesting concept. You know, it was funny, like, when Beavis and Butthead was on, or maybe right after it ended, uh, even though it had the similar animation to, obviously, King of, uh, King of the Hill and, you know, same creators and all of that, King of the Hill, to me, at the time, I, felt on. like... It... I think your Beavis and Butthead came out before... King of the Hill is a character in Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah but King I'm talking about the King of the Hill. Said the original? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, yeah the, Beavis and Butthead and... came out way before... King of the Hill. Yeah. King of the Hill was a character in Beavis and Butthead. Okay. But I'm just saying in terms of comparing the show. Well, wait, hold on. How how many years later was King of the Hill? It was at least like three or five years. Three or five. Okay. Uh, once King of the Hill dropped, I couldn't quite get into it. Because I was like, this seems too mature by the standards of Beavis and Butthead. That's where I was going with it. It yeah. took me a long time to appreciate King of the Hill. Well, because they, they actually modified the character of King of the Hill. So when um, I forget his fucking actual name in the, the show, Hank Hill. Hank Hill. Yeah. So when Hank Hill was originally in Beavis and Butthead, he was like this Ooh. really this really shaky fucking guy. Get off my lawn, you know, and you know you're gonna cut my lawn, and I'm you know you didn't do it. I'm not gonna pay you. And it was like super like weird and shit like that. They matured him to like be a normal person um, for King of the Hill, and I think that worked as we got older. Because honestly, I like uh, King of the Hill a little bit. Actually, not more, but. I appreciated it at the time after it came out, but it was also like I think it was like three or five years after Beavis and Butthead had gotten canceled. Mm. So I'll have to look, but the the fair. voice of Bobby is is a woman. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not I'm not really surprised because Bart's voice of a woman, but like Naruto, <laughs> that's my purse. <laughs> Goku, Goku's voice by a woman. Anytime you have a, a young man character for the most part animated, it's not always, but a lot of times it's a it's a. That's my purse. I don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, cause jump, jump back to Dave Chappelle. So uh, I watched a video with uh, Chris Rock, not Chris Rock, with Kevin Hart, where he talked about how he went up. They were at the comedy store, and they're testing out some of their new material. So Kevin Hart went up there. He did a little bit. Uh, Chris Rock was there too, and like they were comparing notes. Like uh, Chris was like, "Hey, you know, I, I, was it Chris or was it Aaron? Aaron's, Aaron's, I can anyway." So like they, he goes up there, does his, his spill, comes down, and then Chris Rock goes up and does his, and they're like they're like taking those, kind of giving each other pointers. And Dave Chappelle shows up that night. He goes up there and kills it, and Chris Rock and and Kevin Hart look at each other. It's like, man, we're fucking shit. Like they just bothered up their notes and just threw that shit away because Dave Chappelle came on the stage and fucking killed it. Like the guy is a comedian genius. Sorry, I, I was uh, partially incorrect about Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill. It's probably because I was in the Marine Corps. I think right around this, well, shortly after this time, but. So, Babies and Butthead, the seventh season, ended in November 28th, 1997, and King of the Hill started uh, on January 12th, 1997. Okay. So, no overlap, yeah. yeah. There was an overlap. 
But it it took me a minute with King of the Hill because I was I, yeah, I, I was at that age where I was just like I just want to see some dick and fart jokes from Beavis and Butthead and it seemed way, way too mature. But then later on I was like, oh, King of the Hill is funny as shit too. Yeah, it's just a yeah. type of comedy. But it's probably because we aged. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's literally yeah. what I'm pretty sure. Like around like ninety nine, two thousand, you're like, oh, I get it now because you're in your twenties. Mm. No, it, it it took even longer. It oh, took really? until like twenty six, twenty seven. Oh, <laughs> wow. like, yes, yeah. same here. <laughs> it took me a while to like it. It wasn't until it was like on Adult Swim on Nickelodeon, uh, or not Nickelodeon, yeah. fucking Cartoon Network, where I was yeah, like, yeah. this show is funny as fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. that Indian dude is, that dude, that kid's yeah, father. Dude, John Redcorn. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that show, that's ultimate cut status. Yep. Fucking shit, man. Holy shit. All right. Out there fucking colonizing her. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Holy fuck! Okay, so <laughs> quick, quick little thing. So this is there was, I think I talked about this before. There was like a beef on Twitter about like some some Indian dude like having sex with these white chicks, and the chick was all mad because he was sleeping with other girls, and she's like, "I didn't consent to have a relationship with you if I knew you were with these other chicks." And blah blah blah. No, that works. And but all right. <laughs> other, other people, other people on TikTok is like, "I think I've heard this story before." They just kept posting up pictures of John, John Redcorn. Like, I've seen this story before. And they just show like John Redcorn. Like, this sounds so fucking familiar. I think I read that thing, but it's just like it comes down. Like when I read the story, it's like unless you can, unless you both said that you wanted to be in a monogamous relationship, like you know. Them's the breaks. <laughs> so you have to be committed to each other. Unless you talk unless you sat down in our conversation about being committed to each other, then you know, the other person can do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she she kind of fucked up his social medias because saying that she didn't consent, which like, wait, you mean he forced you to have sex? But it's no. He didn't yeah, she that... didn't consent for them to have multiple partners. <laughs> it's like you didn't say that. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a you got to be real careful with those words. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. like for real. <laughs> I mean, I, I, obviously, I'm not married, but me and uh, Kmac, we're committed. So, and you don't need to be married to be committed, but you need to definitely have a fucking conversation about it. Yep. You're not gonna fuck anybody else, right? Like that's important. <laughs> use different words, obviously, or use my same exact words. I don't give a fuck. Nah, yeah, yeah, you use the same words. Make sure you clarify mouth fucking and ass yes. fucking. Oh damn! <laughs> yeah, also, fucking. <laughs> when can we do ass to mouth? Is it never <laughs> or sometimes oh, or like what's going on here? It's your mouth, you and your to, ass, so whatever. Yeah, you have to <laughs> have to talk about what zip codes are counted into that too, because uh, you know different area codes. Yeah, there are holes in some of them. <laughs> yeah, does country place. count? <laughs> what if it's unincorporated though? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was entire. What if I'm on a boat in the middle of the uh, ocean? International, international water hose. <laughs> what if I'm in space and it's an alien chick and she's green? God damn. <laughs> damn. It's quality here's, material right there. Here's something that I was uh, laughing at, but it's like, it's almost not funny at this point. How many fucking final, final episodes are we going to get from Attack on Titan? What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. So, but yeah, talk about that because like I saw you posted that <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're supposed we, we like were, I think it was like two episodes were supposed to be at the finale finale. I know I'm not tripping. Like when they first said, "Oh, the final season," I was like, "Oh, damn, okay, this is really important. I love this series. It's a great series." And then it ended, and they said, "Okay, there's a part two. And I said, "No, okay, you know, we all kind of talked about it on here. We're like, "Okay, there's a part two, dude." At the end of part two. They said there's a part three now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how many times y'all gonna play this movie? Like, what the fuck? Are you so, doing? yeah, there's a couple points I want to make here. All right. 
yeah, it's silly that they're, you know, it's the final season for the third fucking time. Literally <laughs> the third fucking time. They said it's a final season. It's in different parts. I'm like, all right. But, you know what we get? More attack on fucking Titan is what we get. So I cannot actually complain. I, I can't tell you how many fucking animes that I've watched that were not completed at all. That never got a fucking final season. They didn't get two final seasons or three I final seasons or possibly four final seasons. I'm just saying. <laughs> we get more Attack on Titan. The fact that the main character in Attack on Titan became the fucking villain of the fucking show is fantastic. I, I want to see how depraved he's going to get. And I want to yep. see how they're maybe are going to stop him. Maybe they don't. Because not all animes end with a happy ending. So no, they don't. <laughs> I want to see the final. I want to see whatever story they want to, you know, finish finish telling. So, I mean, yeah. it is annoying, but at the same time, this is the best kind of annoyance that I could have. Yeah, yeah. It, we get more content, no doubt about it. It's just weird, I guess, from a PR standpoint, how they're doing it. Because if you told me right up front, hey, there's going to be three parts to this season, or 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 three final seasons, I'd be like, okay, even you know. But they surprise you with it. Yeah, at the <laughs> right, and when the the final episode of the final final season. There's a final season. <laughs> we we we, we kind of did something similar with with the podcast here because like I think we're we're eight, we're approaching on like oh, episode yeah, one hundred, <laughs> but like we, we we had like episode one hundred point one, like one point yeah. two, and like <laughs> I forgot we did that shit. We did. We were dicks we about sure that shit. That. <laughs> we yeah. sure did do that shit. We wanted to make it special. All we just did was make more of the same number. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good shit, man. But, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna look it up and see which. I, I'm pretty sure it was 100, and and now we're on yeah, episode. Right. This is this is three fifty fucking nine. So God damn, bitch. was it 100 or 200? No, I'm pretty sure it was 100 because we thought we were special. You know what's funny yeah. is that we have almost 500 tracks. Out. Holy shit! Almost five, mm-hmm. it, it, we have 498 tracks on uh, on SoundCloud. That's more than E40 and Too Short. I love it, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, should we talk? He's not here, but we gotta talk about his girl, Stitch's girl, Ooh. Hope Solo. Oh Jesus! Yeah, y'all hear about this? Roast beef hoe. Yeah, yeah. the bat wing. I mean, I'm not gonna f- make fun of that, but yeah. <laughs> oh man, they're coming off so if you don't know, Yeah, so if you don't know who Hope Solo is, <laughs> she's U.S. Women's Soccer's goalkeeper, famous goalkeeper, goalkeeper. For the uh, U.S. team, won several gold medals. Wait, I thought this isn't uh, Han Solo's daughter. No, <laughs> like I thought, I thought we were going to some Star Trek, Star Wars, Star Trek, Star Wars. No, shit. I'm, I'm fucking I'll, I'll go into some Star Wars. I know shit, she maybe. is, but uh, Hope Solo was apparently drunk and passed out in a business section of North Carolina with her kids in the car. God damn! She had two kids in the car, passed out from being drunk, gets arrested. So she's facing, uh, where is it right here? Uh, she's facing charges of misdemeanor child abuse, resisting arrest, and impaired driving. So she got a DWI. For those of you on west of the Mississippi that, or, that don't live in Texas or whatnot, it's a driving, while in, un, driving while intoxicated versus uh, I think the west coast is driving under the influence. So I think Washington, Oregon, and California yeah. use DUI. So I was, what, I was wondering about that. Like, how come it's called a DWI in one area and like DUI in others? Yeah, DUI driving under the influence, DWI driving while intoxicated. So she's being charged with multiple charges. Uh, she was 
I guess let out. I guess she was able to get her kids because they were talking about wow. putting kids. In. Yeah, she was able to get her kids back. I she guess, drove them home. Are you? <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. I, I don't know, but still, y'all, y'all heard about this or, or not? I I heard about this shit. I mean, and here's the other thing too. It, it should be a bigger story. Obviously, we're talking about, which is good, but. This this woman's a maniac. <laughs> she's had, I mean, old ninja didn't go into it all that much, but like she's had a long history of some wild shit. Like, yeah, because I focused on what she did currently versus yeah. what she did in the past. Yeah, but she's she's a violent mess. This is not her first fucking rodeo being arrested. The saddest thing to me though is, you know, I mean, obviously adults are adults, and some people are going to make mistakes. I get all that, but once you start involving your kids. Mm-hmm. In terms of endangerment with them, then you gotta miss me with any excuses for this woman. Like she's a piece of shit, fucker. You know those those kids could uh, lives were in danger based on her uh, being under the influence and having them in the car. Like if you're gonna be you know drunk or whatever, uh, get to wherever you're be- gonna be and, and and drink your booze or whatever. But or take, take an Uber. Uber. Yeah, Fuck. take a, with the kids. But the kids got nothing to fucking do with it. So that's where I get fucking angry with her the most. But go ahead. Someone else jump in. So uh, Prodigy, I guess most, her most, not most famous, but her before this incident, there's an incident in 2014 where she's drunk again, got into a fight with her sister and her sister's boyfriend slash fiance, where she attacked him. She got drunk and beat both of them up. So she got arrested even though the charges got dropped four years later she didn't she was still arrested on those charges so i mean yeah she's just been uh in and out doing some kool-aid man shit but this one putting children her own kids in a potentially dangerous situation is very unsettling to me you know what she should do she, she should get an mma i'm just saying Oh yeah, what she do? Sure, we'll bass for a living. There you go. But I mean, she's that's, beating up that's... dudes and chicks and putting kids in danger. <laughs> one of those didn't belong in there, but I'm just you know it's kind of funny. <laughs> in that order, yeah. Uh, not that yeah, many people do yeah. that, but yeah, you shouldn't put that not necessarily in that order. <laughs> not in that order. Something here is there's not like the other. Something here is not the same, but yeah, oh, she definitely God, loves. Yeah. Kicking ass, and her—I guess her spouse is Jeremy Stevens. Who's Jeremy Stevens? Who the fuck is that? Her husband, tight end. Yeah, he's her husband. Because her her legal name is Hope Amelia Stevens, but she goes by Hope Solo, which is her technically her stage name or front. front, Like a poor name. Her husband's a big dude. Yeah, she ain't whooping his ass. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) He's six seven. (laughs) He's a tight look at Jaden Will Smith. Look at Jaden Will Smith. I mean, she's like five one. He's like six two. Yeah, like, but well, Home Solo that's all the time. Home Solo is big for a woman, <laughs> but mm-hmm. Jeremy Stevens is big for a dude. So yep, yeah, she's like five nine, and he's six seven. So mm-hmm. yeah. damn, she's five nine. Damn, yeah, she's oh, not gosh, yeah, pretty tall. She can she can throw down, but yeah, I mean the, the the fucking kids, man. That's the part that gets me. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> little fun fact: if you have a DUI, um, you can't go to Canada. Yes, yeah, you, you have to ask special kind of permission to be able to get to Canada if you have a DUI. Yeah, okay. you're. 
Yeah. You're, you're a criminal to the, in their eyes. They don't, they don't want you a drunk ass there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I found that out from, uh, yeah, someone that I know had that issue. They couldn't get in because they had a, a pending DUI. Okay. Yeah, like literally, you you can fly into Canada and they'll check your background and be like, you can't yeah. come here. You'll like, be detained you at the home. airport. <laughs> well, you'll be detained at the airport until you figure out. I feel like, yo, I just wanted to walk around. I didn't want to drive. I just want to walk. <laughs> I fuck, man. I don't break a car or anything. You seem very, <laughs> very arbitrary. Just be like, hey, listen, in Canada, you need to have a Canadian license to drive. Open and shut case, Johnson. I'm <laughs> <laughs> saying. I wrote, well, we get so a, when I went to Qatar, I had to get uh, I had to get a Qatari license. It wasn't mm-hmm. a big deal. Just I did a fucking shitty driver's test, and yeah, you didn't you didn't get an international license because I got one when I went to Japan. No, because usually like you go to you you just you go to AAA and you fill out some paperwork and you get like an international license. Like you can drive anywhere. Well, I didn't. Well, so when I got the job in Qatar, I didn't realize that in Qatar you needed a Qatari mm-hmm. license. Came a whole big thing, and I realized that I had to like get to other places in Qatar to like do shit. And so I had to get a guitar, a Qatari license. So it's like kind of under the table. I had to like pay somebody extra money to like get my spot and a driver's test. And it was like a manual transmission car, which is fine because I know how to drive a manual. But um, it was interesting to do like a manual tra- manual transmission test on like a track. They have like a in America. There's like when you go get your driver's license. Sorry, small segue. Uh, you don't go on like a track. Mm-hmm. You like just driving the streets. Which is so fucking weird now that I think about it. Like, why would you have somebody that's learning how to drive show you their driving technique with other people that know how to drive and you maybe not know how to drive? Like, it seems like a fucking recipe for disaster, but it's also history of America. Just saying. In guitar, they have, like, an actual track. I'm like, hey, you do these certain things in these certain spots, and if you can pass these things, then you can drive in the general public. Not, hey, let's go to the general public if you know how to drive or not. And hopefully you don't crash and die and kill somebody else. Yeah. When, when you say track, I'm thinking like like Daytona. <laughs> like, no, it's like it's, <laughs> I, 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 it's a small version of that. Sure Laguna Seca, like, come on, man, you gotta you gotta hit that hairpin, you gotta hit that apex. Dude, it's that like, puts your skills it's, to the test. No, it's shit. it's one of those things that like in America, I think a lot of people in America think take things for like as normal. It's like, think about this, in America. When you go to the grocery store and you buy all your groceries and you go to the register and you're looking at how much it costs, you have no idea how much it costs. You can look at all the prices and everything that it says, it costs $5 for this, $3 for that, $10 for this, and then you go to the fucking to, to checkout and all of a sudden there's extra taxes like on it. Mm-hmm. Does that make any fucking, like logically, does that make any fucking sense? No, yeah, it is not like that in other countries. Like no, you, you go and look at the fucking price of shit, and you pay for it for that price of shit. And in America, we just accept it. Oh, there's gonna be an extra charge, a nice surprise at the end that you're gonna get, and we just accept it. It's what the fuck well, is going on here? But but sales tax is only around. I mean, it's in most states, but it's not in every state. It's not True. in every state. Yeah, but it's in most states. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's really fucking weird. Yeah. But even when you do your taxes, they'd be like, oh, hey, did you buy anything outside of your state? Like, yeah, no, I did not. <laughs> Dude, the, the weirdest experience I had was back in 02. I actually went to France and I didn't realize, again, stupid American, 
that the green cross was the symbol for a pharmacy. I guess it's an international yeah, symbol. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've seen a billion pharmacies, CVS, Walgreens, or whatever. I've never seen a fucking green cross anywhere around here, but that's okay. I figured that out. I go in there because I wanted to buy some fucking toothpaste. Do you know they started asking me oral hygiene fucking questions like I was at a dentist's office just at the regular ass fucking pharmacy? Oh, let's examine you. I was like, look, I, I, I'm not trying to learn anything about, you know, cavities or anything like that. I just want toothpaste and some floss. That's fucking it. But that was normal over there. It was the weirdest shit ever. Well, you know what's weird about that is that it, it, the reason why it's weird is because it's somebody random showing you actual fucking care. Yeah. Like, do you give a shit about your teeth? They could fall out, you stupid fuck. Yeah. But, in, but in, uh, the American view of things like that is just like, why do you want to know if I know how to brush my teeth? Dude, it was. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I was like 22 years old or whatever. And weirded out and all also uh super defensive about it like why the fuck are you asking me these yeah, questions? yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like, what game are you into are you a, a 7-eleven and getting like deodorant or just some normal hygiene fucking items and people start asking you questions like you're at a medical office and you'd be like what the fuck <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. You, my, my hippo law then also like in uh like in like asian culture too like when you go into a place they're like they they greet you we're like you know come by go to like somewhere or whatever and they'd be like what the fuck you want <laughs> basically you go to starbucks there's nobody saying like hey how you doing like what what can i get you until you're ordering your your thing but when you walk into like a, a sushi place they're like hey how you doing welcome blah 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 when you leave they're like see you later have a good time oh, we'll, we'll blue, i said the wrong word what is the word they say when you enter a sushi bar it's not kampai that's when you fucking do the the drinks thing i mean do you drink they say yeah. uh yamase uh, they say welcome no but in what do they say it in japanese oh. i understand it's, it's welcome uh, goddamn shit. It's uh shit. There's a special word for it now. Blue. I just said it. It's in my mind. Sometimes, sometimes they say Ohio gozaimasu or konbanwa, depending on the time of day. They don't say that. They don't say that. They say um, uh, they say like yamasa yamasa or something like that. I keep, I kept, I'm getting mixed up with Korean with like like the way you answer. Yeah, I'm. you saying it? what did they say? They say interspecies reviewers. Uh, okay. So hold up. Am I missing something? Prodigy, you can speak French or, or nah? No. I mean, I, I, I knew I knew enough <laughs> words to be dangerous, but of course, my other thing that I found out was um, exit is not a universal word. They call it something different in France. <laughs> exit? Yeah, exit. Like, I was looking for the actual word exit in the subway. I fucking got lost in that metro like a motherfucker because I didn't see exit anywhere. And then I was like, oh, let me look up the fucking word for exit in French. <laughs> Figure that shit out. Sorte or something, something like that. Oh, oh they, say, okay. they say... They say... Hiroshimase. Yeah, Hiroshimase. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, like, what what uh, Prodigy was saying, like, if you don't know certain words, like, when you... Because you think, you know, especially as a young American, like, there's, like, universal things, but they, it's, it's really not... You know what I mean? And like, you might think, oh, I could. So this is funny. So when Prodigy was talking about his his trip to France, I think he went alone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is brave as fuck. Just like, you know what? I'm just going to go to fucking France. You <laughs> so. could have been it. Dude, you know, what it, you know what it was? I saw a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. <laughs> it was, uh, what was it? The Beach? Oh, the Beach? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, never, it never occurred to me in my fucking life that you could travel alone. And I was like, I could do this shit. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was, it was right after 9-11. Everything was dirt cheap. I fucking got a flight round trip for under 200 bucks. And I was you got like, them freedom fries? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the same was around COVID. Mm-hmm. COVID, you could fly dirt cheap. You could get a... I got a hotel in Reno for four four nights for 300 bucks. Yep. <laughs> it's great that you went to the whole like thing in France because like... Uh, I think I talked about this before on the podcast. Like When I went to Japan, like the way their bus system works is that you enter from the rear and you get off on the front and you don't pay until oh. you get off. Like, oh. every... Like the bus knows where in fucking time and space it is. So like when you get on the bus, you get like a number. And so whatever that number is, it represents like what stop you got on at. So when you get off the bus, you show that bus driver that number and that's how much you pay. You don't pay just one fare. You pay it's it's almost like a toll. Like depending on how far you went, you pay more and more. And that's how it works in Japan. Like when I first got on the bus, I was like, wait, what? Like it's not just fifty cents. I just can't pay fifty cents. No, it was like two thirty just because I went further than I than I originally expected. But like the same thing works for the train system too. I mean it it, yeah, it kind of works like the train system here. Like the further you go on the stop, you, you pay more. But like when you get on the train, you get on in the rear and you exit from the front. At least not the not the bigger train station, but like the smaller ones, that's how that works. And it's like, yo man, like I didn't know that. Like I'm all trying to get out from the back and the, the train just keeps on going past my stop because I was supposed to exit from the front. Let me all right. But yeah. I'm gonna go off on a little bit of bullshit right now. Okay. Especially in America. Look, if I'm paying a lot of money in taxes, I should not be paying for toll roads. I should not be paying for fucking buses. I should not be paying for fucking public transit. I should not be paying for a whole bunch of fucking things. I pay, and most people pay, a shitload in taxes. And I'll, But for some reason, it's supposed to be public transit for the public, which means that it's paid for by public money. And I have to pay extra to use it. It's fucking bullshit. And I can't fucking stand it. Like, honestly, BART in the Bay Area, it should be fucking free. All right? Especially given that when we have, um, like, toll roads and other, like, we have toll roads in, in the Bay Area and, like, registration. They say that some a portion of these things go towards BART. Specifically BART. And actual measures on my taxes that go towards improving BART. Why the fuck am I paying to get on BART when it's already taken on my goddamn paycheck? Yep. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, seriously, from a logical perspective, miss me with all your other fucking bullshit. I'm already paying for it when I don't use it. And I have to it, pay extra when I do use it? I'm, I'm with you. I will also say this. BART's incredibly expensive when compared to, like, the New York subway. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and that is, I think, subsidized. I think federally even, a little bit more than Bart. But yeah, it it is what it is. I look, I got a toll road right by me, um, yeah. one twenty five, and yep. it's like, hey, it should be a toll road. It's, it's it's on the ballot. I already looked up. It's on the ballot to like take it off being a toll road. Yeah, I I like that because it doesn't make any sense, but it is a convenient ass road. <laughs> For yeah. It's funny to me because if if you're where I think you are, that's like the only way in. And if you yes. want to come in, you got to go all the way fucking around, like a thirty minute drive just to like try to circumvent that shit. It's actually it's not thirty. It's maybe eight oh five is maybe five six miles away. But yeah, that's but still when- time. That's time, money, gas, Bro, circumvent. Oh, kind of wait, kind of jump back to Japan. Like the first time I I 
went on a tow road with New Japan because their freeway is that. Like to get on a freeway, you have to pay to get on the freeway. But that driving on that freeway was like driving on fucking glass. There was no fucking potholes. The roof, the road was smooth <laughs> as hell. It it looked brand fucking spanking new. Like and this these roads, they've, they've been around. They they take care of. It. There's no trash on the side of the road. Like there's no like vines and weeds going up on the walls or anything. Like this road was like, it was like driving on a fucking race car track. Like that's how fucking pristine these roads were. And, and like. I would say every every ten miles you have to pay another toll or something like that. But like, if, if the rolls were kept up as well as they were, like, you you probably end up saving money by having the rolls be that well because well, your suspension and the car damage and stuff. So yes and no. I, 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 so th- this is the problem in America with toll roads, is that in America traditionally toll roads toll roads are for a reason. Okay, the toll roads were made it was to make a special road to get to somewhere. And it was, the toll was to pay for the road to be built. Mm-hmm. That's what it was for. And a, same thing with the bridge. You had a bridge toll was to pay for the fucking bridge to be made. All right. That's what originally tolls are for. It wasn't for any, any other extra bullshit. It was just to pay for the actual thing that you're using. And after it was paid for, it would go away. The, <laughs> toll, the toll is supposed to go away. Um, I've literally only seen a single toll road go away in my entire fucking life. And it was in Oceanside. California. Mm-hmm. When I was in the Marine Corps, I saw a toll road go away because they paid, they paid, it was for a bridge. Um, it was a toll bridge, and it was like a small toll bridge. And it went away. But now they're just like, they're revenue streams, but they should not be revenue streams because we already paid for them. You and know, taxes pay for them. I, I, I have not been down here long enough to know this history, but when I go into Coronado, they <laughs> yeah. don't they don't have a toll bridge anymore, but they yeah. definitely have the stations they and infrastructure. To. Yeah, so I, I don't, I, it looks like, I'd have to look it up to be sure, but it looks like that used to be one as well. They did. So they used to have, it was, first of all, it was to pay for the bridge, and then it was to pay for the fucking, um, the, mach- the, the robot. Well, it's not a really robot. It's a machine that moves the divider over. Mm, that was the okay. other part of the toll. So on the Coronado Bridge, there's like this fucking crazy ass like machine that moves yeah, over the divider. Bridge. Oh, gotcha. depending on what okay. time of the day that you're there. I don't know if it's still like that, but there's definitely if you look at like you ever notice the, the segmented like divider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so if you look at where the toll where the toll looks like it's where it's supposed to be, there is like a vehicle there, and at certain times of the day, will move the actual thing okay. over. Same thing on the five. This five has the same thing. Um, gotcha. But it's only on the um, the the toll part where it moves over the divider to like make more room for um, whichever more direction the, yeah. the rush hour is. So they do that for the Golden Gate Bridge here. They have the machine that moves the, the center yeah. divider to make more available lanes. Uh, on traffic. Blue, I gotta ask this though. So if you was on those like Japanese buses, did you ever actually see? <laughs> <laughs> girls with the skirt and the guys crowd around her and then all Dude, that's super bad bounce chicka wow wow starts start, starts happening did you see it no i didn't thank god but mm. those they're both the buses and the train there's school girls all the, like like that a lot of the, a lot of the, that was their main presentation for a lot of these students but like yeah it's it was weird <laughs> Um, can we? Can we? Nerd out? I want to tell, but I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, can we nerd out for the next like little bit? Uh, yeah. I want to hear more about this tiny Tina stuff from oh, yeah. playing it. Who's who's playing it? I'm pl- I'm I'm, I'm only one because apparently y'all aren't fucking nerdy enough. 
Oh, god dang. Okay. <sighs> this is like one of the nerdy... It's, it's literally... Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is, to me, the second best Borderlands game. Hmm. And it's like, it's really close to Borderlands 2. Um, mainly because of the, exp- the the gunplay experience they took basically from Borderlands 3, which hmm. is excellent. Especially with the sliding mechanic and you know, a couple other mechanics they have in there. And, you know, the, the, the general gunplay. But the, the story from Borderlands 2 and a couple other things from Borderlands 2 was, was better. Um, and But this game continues that, you know, sort of experience. And it's just, it's a really fun game. Like if, you, if you love D&D and you love RPGs, this is right up your alley. Because it has, it's fucking magic with guns. Literally <laughs> magic with guns. So I've had so much fun playing this game. Uh, w- especially with like breaking the fourth wall. So in this game, it makes it acceptable to break the, for- the fourth wall from the from the first fucking scene because you're literally a player playing with Tiny Tina and two of her friends and they're already breaking the fourth wall by talking to you directly and then, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to play, you know, Bunkers and Badasses. It's not called D&D. It's Bunkers and Badasses. B&B, whatever. Um, <laughs> and then you jump into like the game and there's times where, like, you know, Tiny Tina's, like, trying to tell her, as she's a dungeon master, of, like, telling the story, like, where she just makes shit up, and then she'll just magically appear in the game for you. And it's, like, this is fucking, it's hilarious. So, um, the the RPG elements that they're, that they're putting in here, you know, that we're not used to from the other games, it's like, you have uh, specific clothing that gives you buffs in the games, you know, and, like, ups your, you know... Uh, your skills, sort of in general, like depending on like what your skills are, are going to be in the game, and they add in rings, and they have like they, even their guns like are like kind of like interesting because some of them are like you're shooting arrows or bolts, and if you have like remember like torque weapons from like Borderlands Three and Border- all the oh, Borderlands, ones that blow up, yeah. ones that blow up. Dude, so, it's like literally so good. <laughs> the torque rep- the torque weapons in this they're not called torque they're called something something with a T but it's not torque specifically. But they're hilarious because I had this one gun. I used that shit fucking forever. But basically, it was this fucking. It was like a. It was like a mini crossbow that I would shoot, and when you shot, it was it was cryo damage and explosion damage. And when you looked at, I didn't understand this when I when I shot him, but I shot it when I was close to it. But it literally shot out a bolt, and with the bolt, there was fucking dynamite strapped to the bolt, and that's what it would explode. <laughs> And I was that's just like, dude, this is so touchy detail. Tina, yeah, it was like so hilarious. It was like a, a bundle of Tiny dynamite Tina. attached to a bolt. And and, and you have um, magic instead of um, grenades. So that's that's one of the main things. So like in traditional Borderlands, you would get, you know, grenade modifiers. But in this game, you get actual magic. And so whatever magic that you get is actually really – I. Just like in Borderlands with with grenades, there's definitely ma- like magic types that you're gonna like more or don't like more. So for me, because I picked like a a Graveborn, and so like that that class, where if I killed somebody, like a little like Hydra thing would pop up, and then like be my, like my little like turret, and then I also had like this crazy fucking like sort of like a drone over my shoulder at all times that just killed shit. And so the more things that I killed in a session, the more like these little fucking hydras would pop up. And they did like a lot of damage. Like honestly, I could kill like three things and like ten other things would die without me shooting a fucking bullet. 
and it was like it was awesome. And you can uh, you can dual class. So there's like I think there's five classes in the game. And so I did a a graveborn with a spell shot. And I think it made me like a dead shot is what the the class was called. And basically, I was I was basically like a, a glass cannon, but because I was graveborn, uh, I was uh, I had extra perks for dark damage. So when I did like dark magic damage. I would get life back. Oh, and that's... so, yeah, and I had, like, my first, like, playthrough. Well, it's not my first playthrough, but after you pass the game, you can respec your second class. And so I kind I thought I kind of fucked up because when I got my second class, there's, like, literally a, a glass cannon perk for the spell shot. And so basically none of my shields, they called wars in this game, my shields would not auto-regenerate. And so I was like, well, fuck. Like, after I got it, like, you can't respec at the time. I was like, well, how do I, like, really get around this? But then I found a fucking sword that where if I... Because you can change out your melee attack with, like, different weapons. And so I found a sword where if I, like, melee them enough, or if I melee them at all, it would give me my, my fucking shield back. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, I'll just use this. Like, this is my workaround. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just fucking beat the shit out of people to get my, my shield back, and I'll be fine. And mm. they they went, like, really out of their way to, like, kind of, like... um just like Borderlands always does, to like make things like really even and like play it the way you want to play it. So I'm pretty sure like Prodigy would not play this game anywhere near the way I play it. They have a, a car- uh, class called the Berserker, which is probably like for Prodigy. He has a mm-hmm. giant hammer. You can throw it like fucking Thor and bring him back like Thor and just fuck shit up. So, and there's, there's a, the Spore Warden, there's the, the Stab Romancer, um, there's a whole bunch of like other classes that you can use. And you can have a second class so you can like just mix the way you want to play so yeah this is definitely like the the second best as far as i'm concerned the second best borderlands game ever it's better than three damn three was really i do remember that one quite well yeah yeah right on uh so i'm gonna nerd out myself here so i picked up uh actually it's right here i picked up this here you can't see this is the Lego Star Wars the Skywalker edition or Skywalker Saga. So this is all nine games all in one freaking game and it's been kind of crazy cuz like this has been way different than the previous Lego games that I played cuz this is like it's like kind of sort of like want to be open world but it's not mm. but like the way it kind of does uh the wannabe open world stuff is like each world that you visit is a like a is a hub and each hub has its own like missions its own like um kind of its own story sort of but like you can get characters and vehicles and like um instead of the gold bricks they call them kyber bricks so you get the kyber bricks to level up and so they have yeah they have a leveling system like no other lego game that i know of has a leveling system um you level up your you can level up your core abilities and then you can level up classes. So they added classes to this as well. So you can level up core abilities, level up your classes, and then just like you can uh, level up like they have like a melee counter. So when you're fighting and doing melee stuff, you the more melees that you mix up in your counter when you hit to the top of the meter, you'll get extra studs. So if you keep doing it, you just keep getting more studs, and as long as you don't break your combo, you'll get like basically more money to buy more shit. Um, 
so far, because I, I started with episode one, because you can start with any part of the, any trilogy you want, but you have to play the first story of each of that trilogy to keep going. So for instance, you could start with the original trilogy, but you have to start with A New Hope. Or you can play the sequel trilogy, but you have to start with Force Awakens. You can't like jump through anyone at any time. You have to start with one uh, episode, which unlocks the next and whatnot. So, <laughs> oh, there's, there's two blues now. Yeah, there's two blues. That was kind of weird. Um, there's also like space battle area or space area. Oh, <laughs> uh, dang. Yeah, it's crazy because there's like space areas, so you can. Uh, hyperspace jump to a, a either directly to the planet or to the space area above it and they'll be like you can end up randomly in a space battle or there could be bounty hunters in space that'll try to take you down you can got, take them out what's up i got a quick question though so is it one big game new game or is it a collection of older lego star wars games all in one i'm confused it's it's one big new game. Oh, okay. So, like, so for it, because, like, in the previous games, you would go, like, story to story, but you wouldn't have a hub, really. This one, like, so, for instance, um, Coruscant, the big city, big city planet. When you go to Coruscant, you can travel to the Senate building. You can travel to Palpatine's office. You can travel to the Jedi Temple. You can travel to Padme's apartment. Each one of those areas have missions in them that are not pertained to the story. They're like side is missions. There, is there, is there a solo? Is there uh, a mission for Hope Solo? Uh, <laughs> damn. How did not get was, a DUI? What no, it's, that's where oh. you kill the uh, Padawans, right? Yeah. Oh shit! In a, uh, <laughs> it's in a starship in a, in accident. A yeah, in a speeder or something. Uh, <laughs> Hope Solo killed the polywans, not Skywalker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's like, it's kind of crazy because I feel like the this game has tried to recreate the magic of the movies, and they did a pretty fucking good job. I mean, <laughs> yes, this is more humorous, uh, but they kind of toned down the humor from the previous Lego Star Wars game and focused way more on the story. Um, this is a huge freaking game. Like, each planet... I haven't even unlocked all the planets. I'm on episode four right now because I started with episode one and just played through that point. But there's so many... Like, it's crazy because they have, like, these people on the streets. And they have, like, this little icon where you can talk to them. If you talk to them, they may either just give you random, like, you know, funny quip. Or they give you what's called a rumor, which is a side mission. So a rumor, you investigate, and then you... You go and you beat the... You do whatever is required, then you unlock something. One of them that I... I did one side mission. It had a mini boss. I had to fight a boss <laughs> trying to get to what I wanted to because this chick double-crossed me. I was like, what the fuck? And then I was Padme, so I had to shoot this chick in the face <laughs> to get what I needed, but it, it worked out. And I had help. It's weird because it's a two-player game, but it doesn't feel like a two-player game. Like, there's always somebody with you, but I've been playing solo... And I was just like, dude, this is this the, is crazy. The other player is an NPC or the other yeah, the other player is an NPC unless you have another controller, then oh. someone can play with you. I don't know if it does that whole weird split screen like it used to where the screen would adjust. No, where like it did in oh, yeah. oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know if or you ever played the uh, far away from each other. The shitty split yeah, screen. Yeah, but it would it would split, but the the split would rotate depending on how oh, close you were you? together. 
Yeah. So like if I played Lego Avengers, so the farther away you were, it would go, it would turn into a horizontal split. The closer you got, the split would kind of go vertical and then like wipe away. If you get closer, you're super weird. That's better. That's where than... you are on the screen. So if you like went up and down, like the split would be in the middle. Yeah, it would split that way too. too. Yeah. It would split half. Like it would split vertical if you went up and you're going up and down. That's not the, sh- the, the shitty one. Is the one where there is no real split screen where you have to be on the same screen. And if you're not, oh, yeah. can, like teleport to you. That's like you. Yeah. That's like, yeah. They just, don't. Even the even worse is when like the person goes off screen. They're just off screen. You just seeing like a little fucking like Your icon image that <laughs> pop up. Yeah. Yeah, no, they now they they basically you get your own well at least in the previous or the past generation Lego if you got farther away you would get part of the screen and depending on how far away you were from player one yeah, but, the screen would change. I mean, you know, according to Prodigy, like nobody wants that anymore, any split screen at all. So, it's oh just, yeah, it's yeah. Well, nobody plays Prodigy's it, game, so, so. yeah. I mean, it's actually, I miss playing a Lego, the Lego franchise. They're, they're, those games Dude, are this is good. fun. Yeah, some of, so some of these, like, there's puzzles, there's secrets. There, it's weird that you get to level up your character. Like, you can level up your classes, and it's, like, super weird. And I'm like, dude, when normally you would just go for unlocking characters. Now you want to unlock the character as well as unlock abilities with that character. So I'm like, this is a huge game. There's so much shit to do in this game. Um, it's been a lot of fun. If you're a Star Wars fan, I highly recommend this game. Um, you'll, it's thoroughly enjoying. It's pretty fun, um, especially if you're a Clone Wars fan. Uh, they use the voice actors from the Clone Wars to voice the characters from the prequels, at least. And they do a pretty good job with um, Luke. They have decent voice actors. So I'm having a lot of fun with it. I like to see them. I like to see Lego make a, a Leather Shoot Larry game. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! That's like so a bad. little Lego brick. <laughs> a Lego or even a GTA game. Little Lego tits. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh yeah, Lego titties. Little one bit oh, nipple. <laughs> yeah, just the little the little circle thing. Her nipples say Lego. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make some more even. Did they stop making the Lego movies? Yeah, it's been a while. Not, well, it's been a while, but I'm pretty sure they haven't. Yeah. So I mean, they as far as the Batman one. I guess they yeah, had, like, three Lego movies. As far as the big movies, yeah, but there's a bunch of Star Wars Lego stuff on Disney+. Plus. Like, mm-hmm. they had a holiday special, what was it, last year or 2020? That a huge, like, special. And they had one with, um... Uh, there's another one with this, like, family. They have, like, a bunch of Lego, like... Like, TV series. Yeah, they're, like, the series. Because they're, like, 30, 40 minutes or whatever. I think one's, like, an hour. I think the the... I think there's the holiday special is 45 minutes. Mm. Yeah, and it was, there's like a Spider-Man one as well. Like uh yeah. broken. There's Marvel something, yeah. Yeah, there's Marvel ones too, but they're not they're not movie length. Yeah. yeah, they're they're not blockbuster movie length cuz I think Lego Batman. I not even Lego Batman. I think Lego Lego 2, I think won a couple of awards just Probably. for being kind of innovative for what they did at the time. Yeah, I mean and- Go ahead. Those movies, those movies were pretty solid, man. To me, the Lego, the Batman Lego movie, and funny. just regular Lego movie. I, Everything I is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> those are good. Yeah, I'm thoroughly <laughs> enjoying this Lego Star Wars stuff because it's, it's like, oh man, even the jokes are kind of like kind of tongue in cheek. Like the whole Anakin when he talks about how he hated sand, he doesn't say it, but everyone kind of makes fun of him. 
We're kind of saying it. It's pretty funny. Like, I had to say Padme, and Padme's like, hey, do I have to be kidnapped by Tuscan Raiders for someone to come rescue me? I was like, damn. That's that's fucked up. Well, it's interesting because, like, in the earlier Lego games, like, there was no dialogue. Like, it was just... Yes, there's grunting. ...doing such such. I think... I want to say Indiana Jones was the first one to actually have dialogue, or it could have been another one, but, like... Yeah, like, it's... (laughs) So, check the times. So you can you can turn on mumble mode. There's oh, really? a, you can go old school and turn on mumble mode. You need to collect enough coins and like kyber crystals or whatever, but you well, can turn on to, the mumble mode. Well, I like you unlock it. Like why would you want to yeah. unlock a shitty version? But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Actually, it's pretty good. Oh wait, no. This is so I looked up this. I looked up first Lego game with voice acting, and like. <laughs> It's 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 probably better for me to try to show you, but like it literally shows. It says Lego Batman Two DC superhero, but then like it shows like Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> oh, I have that. I got that game for free. But yeah, that one is fully voiced, and it's pretty cool because they play the '89 Batman theme when you're Batman, <laughs> and it plays the '70s Superman theme when you're Superman. Nice. Yeah, but like the fact that it's, it's, it says Batman, but it's showing uh, Star, Star, Wars. Star Wars. It's like that's awesome. The hell, someone fucked up. Fired. Big time fucked up. Oh, good shit. What uh, you... Go ahead, Roger. I was saying, what are you playing, Blue? Right now, I am all about that West Side with Horizon Zero. Wait, Horizon Forbidden West. Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West. Is that is that what it's called? That's Horizon it's Zero Dawn Forbidden West. It literally just Horizon so you... Forbidden West. Yeah. Yeah, if you look at the screen, it literally says Horizon, and then there's the uh, Roman numeral two. Then it says Forbidden West on the title screen. I was the like, box oh. says Horizon Forbidden, Forbidden West. West. Unless, unless I'm he's sorry. looking at the box now. But I am. Blue is right. Well, both yeah. of you are looking at it. Yeah. There you go. That's pretty awesome. We both got the we got the PS4 version. The PS4 version. We got the the PS5. I mean, the important <laughs> part is at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can see yeah, I've been, I've been playing that to to. to have, I don't I don't know why. Like it's so much fun playing like the side missions, just exploring, just checking Dude. out fucking different dinosaurs here and there. But like, I've been I've, I've come across a few YouTube channels where they uh where they talk about like glitches in the game, and it, there's like a cave Ooh, a somewhere lot. in the game. Where like uh you basically end up in the upside down if you go into this cave. But like mm. if you have uh if you unlock the ability to, to ride a uh one of the flying machines, that you're able to just kind of fly around in that upside down world. It's it's not the upside down world, you're basically outside of the map and you're just underneath it looking up from Bro, the ground. That's the worst thing to have. I've had it happen to me numerous times just walking down steps. It's always in the same spot and I fall forever. It's so annoying. <laughs> In the Spider-Man game, in uh, Mount Morales, that was like a that's not even a I think it wasn't even Mount Morales. It was the Spider-Man game for the PS5. Like that one had glitches where like you'll be swinging and you'll swing into a fucking building, and all of a sudden you're in the upside down. And you're like, what the fuck? Like where'd I go from here? I guess I just gotta fall and die. You just gotta die. Yeah, you just gotta die or like, reset. There's, there's been a lot of like patches coming out where they nerfed a bunch of like uh, some of the legendary weapons because they were like. Like one fucking arrow was doing like nine thousand dollars, nine nine thousand dollars, nine nine thousand point fucking damage, yeah. like taking out fucking T Rexes mm-hmm. and shit. There was a bow that I got that was like fucking kind of OP. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and, and on top of it, 
the perk also re refilled your ammo if you hit a critical hit. So if you hit the critical hit, two shots would kill like pretty much anything, and your ammo would refill. So they nerfed it. So I was like, yeah, but overall, like this game just it's just fun to play. Like this, it's it's a good time killer. Like going around farming for like this and that. There, there was a point where I actually ran out of fucking shards just because. Damn. I don't even know how I ran out of charge. It's because I'm not even sure if it's from me just like using my arrows so many fucking times, like take out like machines or whatever, or it was just like I just bought some dumb shit where I should I shouldn't have bought in the first place. Like, oh, you know, yeah. like you there's like you really shouldn't be buying weapons because like you kind of inherit those throughout the game. But like since there's... I've been playing all the side missions, I haven't really came across any like rare equipment, so I've pretty much been picking them up from like retailers. Ooh. But it's it's easy to get shards though. Uh, like you just sell fucking junk and you, yeah. you get your shards back. Oh, trust me, there are some missions where you will get some you'll get some weapons. And usually those missions are like three or four part missions. Yeah. And some of them are timed. There are missions that are oh, yeah. timed. So but it's, you have what, to wait for a certain part for them to be ready. So one thing I hate about games is when like you have to make a decision about something. Because, like the the one with uh you have to choose sides between the girl and the guy. I can think of the, what the tribe was called. Like, I, I hate stuff like that. Even though I played, like, the Batman Telltale games, like, that game was stressing me the fuck out. Like, every time I made a decision, I questioned my decision. I was like, fuck. Like, it, how, how is this game going to impact my life just because I chose the wrong fucking thing? Like, I had to play Batman Telltale games a couple of times just to see where the other... If I had said yes to this one thing, where would it led me? And I, I, don't, I hate when games do that, but it's also kind of fun that they do do that it just makes it more kind of creative basically but i can so, just go on youtube now and just see what would happen if i would have uh, chose the other person <laughs> that's true too actually you don't even need youtube just there's articles that listed too you just read what happens and no i'm gonna uh, watch and see what the fuck's going on <laughs> so uh it only you're only faced with that i think maybe three times maybe at most three times so but they do impact the story one way or the, or another there's some stuff that don't like when people are trying to like hook up with Aloy. If you like just brush them off, whatever you can be nice oh, yeah, to yeah. them, they'll say fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That that was like that was that was like kind of because with, with the Batman Telltale games, like if you're if you're a certain way to like commission to Gordon, he'd be more on your side and blah blah blah. Mm. Like for stories like that, it's like God, this guy. Is, if telling this guy he can't hit it. It's going to impact the story, like later on. Like, yeah, I was kind of. I want to have a call for him for cavalry, and he's gonna like, no, you know what? You didn't, you didn't throw that shit in a circle, um. Yeah, I thought I about that too. But you're safe <laughs> from that. You, you know the big story questions because it's like, you know, people are like, hey, they tell you the options. If you do this, this is going to happen. Or if you do this, this could happen. What do you want to do? And it's like, oh shit, here we go. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, that moment is right there because they they weigh out right in front of you what could happen based on your decision. And it's only like it doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen like at least two or three times in the game. And they're huge. You can tell they're huge decisions. So, yeah. Overall, I mean, I'm enjoying playing the game. Um, I just got so we talked about this on a podcast before. There's a game called uh, Man Eater. And yeah. they released a DLC for it a couple a while ago, and I downloaded it, and I haven't had a chance to play it. I'm like, I was literally looking through my catalog. I was like, "Holy shit, I forgot I fucking bought this!" Like, 
I, and I, I gotta play because the first version, the the original game was hilarious as fuck. Like it was, it was such a, it was, it was a game that went under the radar. Like nobody really talked about this game. Then I played it. I was like, this game is so much fucking fun. You're, you're a goddamn small shark and in, in a fucking fucking swamp land and you're just fucking going out like eating little guppies and slowly getting bigger where you're eating fucking alligators and eventually you're out in the ocean fucking up like killer whales and like eating fucking nuclear tanks and bombs and shit like that just slowly getting bigger and bigger and I just want to see like where the expansion takes you from there because like I mean at, at the end you're basically a fucking kaiju and I, there's even there's even, they even make reference to kaijus inside of the game but like I don't know just I gotta get I want to I gotta play the game because it's the first, the original was so much fun, and I paid for the DLC, and I need to take a, I need to take advantage of the DLC. And you should, but the Horizon though. <laughs> I got a Horizon. I need, I need Horizon, to Horizon though. I was stuck on Horizon for like a week and a half. I mean, I, I beat the game, but I'm so close to platinuming it, but I had to step away. And now I'm on the Star Wars stuff. The Star Wars stuff sucked me in. It's like all those feelings when watching it in the theater came back while playing this game. I was like, how does this Lego game manage to pull this shit off? It's so Wait, fucking fun. You know, it's funny, like, uh, last last week I talked about how I got, uh, there was a totem I found of uh, Kratos. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. From yep. the God of War. Like, and I, there's three other totems you have to find. If one of those, if one of those totems isn't fucking Tupac, because I mean this is fucking <laughs> the Forbidden West. <laughs> oh my god! There, there, there need to be a Tupac. I need, I need a fucking Tupac totem. He's got to have like the bandana, the like tattoo on his fucking chest. Like <laughs> that shit would be fucking wild out. <laughs> it would, but you ain't gonna see that. West side. That's hilarious. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's what I'm doing. Are you gaming, Prodigy? Oh, you doing that Elden Ring bullshit? Nah, yeah, I mean that's that's been my shit. I mean, I'm still like sixty hours in, uh, maybe seventy. No, I can't remember. Yeah, I saw, I saw this shit with Elden Ring. Like, I, I guess a lot of people are making fun of the, the guy who can't get bitches or whatever. Not, but like, so there's like some shit that that's you. Falls up with that. Just so you know, that's actually your character who he's oh. talking. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> at the very beginning of the game, he's like, "You ain't got no maidens." Yeah, so. <laughs> you bitchless. <laughs> That's yeah. so I'm I'm really enjoying that one. I, I mean, it's I it might crack my top three of all time. Let me let me finish it, but it's it's way the fuck up there. There's That's all kind of statement. He hidden yeah. secrets. Yeah, the I mean, thing that but... got me was um there is <laughs> there is walls that have invisible fucking hitboxes. And certain ones you hit like fifty fucking times, and it opens up a whole fucking new area. So, oh shit! Yeah, like oh my god. Um, PvP I mean, is the- it's 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 just impressive all the way around. The soundtrack, the enemy uh, variation, and then there's just so much variety. I want to play different types of ways. You know what I mean? From range attack to using a little bit more magic. There's just a lot. There's a lot of different systems in it. So, I love it. I mean, the game is high-rated, high-praised. People are, like, the media is still talking about this game. Like, yep. all the secrets, speedrunners, what they're doing. Yep. People are, I mean, there's some glitches in the game, but people seem to love them. Even though they hate dying, they're like, oh, this glitch is fucked up. But I'm still going to reset and try to do this again. I've seen people die 50, 11 times and then finally beat a boss or crying and stuff. Like, their friends are like, oh, my God, you did it. They're all clapping and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, so yeah. I get it. 
it gives you it it does give you clues on a better way to approach the thing you know like if you're solo and you use your summoning spirits and you level those up it's going to be easier for you or if you actually use your smithing stones and you know uh, max out your actual weapon or you get some great swords and you know it's a little bit easier then also don't be ashamed to summon people in you know what i mean like actual other players so but yeah i mean i get it i just i feel like it's not the kind of game for me it's not my kind of um masochism yeah it's all good it, no suffering it, it it doesn't it doesn't have to be like there's some pretty easy bosses i i swear to god there's like Really, really easy ones. You, you swear to um, who? So you're already bullshitting. You said you swear to yeah. God. You don't believe in God. This is but fucking they're, bullshit. There are plenty. There are plenty of easy bosses. There's plenty of easy characters or whatever. Um, but yeah, you just got a whole lot of freedom to do whatever the fuck kind of actual play style you you want. You know what I mean? Whether it's archery or swords or hammers or fucking just all sorcery. What if I just yeah. wanted to move faster as a character? Is that possible in the game? Uh yeah, you have a fucking horse that can dash and jump. So. I mean, like uh, actually attack and, faster. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, and, yeah, you can control your you can control the speed. Your um, it depends on whether you're using a heavy weapon or like daggers or, yeah. I I gotta I gotta push push back a little bit on on Cronus's statement about uh you and God. I mean, Cronus, this man's getting married, so we already know that we're in a different timeline. <laughs> He's now, rolling back, so. yeah. Yeah, he's real. Yeah, so you know he's either regressing or he's some kind of new evolved version of Prodigy that we. Hey. I mean, Elden Ring might have helped this, so you know. Hey, that's fucking Mandela effect. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm just a lowly tarnish. Well, I, he's like, I, I was always pro marriage <laughs> and, and pro Jesus. Look, quick, quick sign out. If uh, if you ever play Oregon Trail and you want your you want to get to the end like really really fucking fast, don't buy clothes, food, or anything. Just buy a fuck a whole lot of oxes. Or oh yeah, yeah, that's old, just... old school trick. That is that is a yeah. really good old school but trick. In real life though, you can still die dysentery. Yeah. Oh yeah, can, yeah that's the worst. Family, all you need to get <laughs> is to the end. <laughs> yeah, oh. as long as one of you makes it with your oxen. Speaking of which, though, just, you know, new, you know, for new people or whatever. Um, yes, that game was incredibly racist to Native Americans. And, like, you would play it today and be like, what the fuck is this? And there's plenty of Native American groups that have been like, this was oh. one of the worst things that's happened to us. And uh, in terms of uh, modern video Not really. I mean. Video games. Oh, yeah. in video games, yeah. But, I mean, in real life, they had de definitely shittier things that happened to them. Yeah, but in terms of video games. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, if they do make a modern version, I, and I heard some rumors that they were, uh, I hope they fix some shit. Because it could be great from an educational standpoint as well. But the but real one was Carmen Sandiego. Well, that's the, well, I mean, the problem is is that when you, you we try to make a remake of that era, like, you, you'd have to lie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're 100% you'd have to lie. You, you would never, you'd have to basically you know, whitewash what happened to the native people of this land at that time. Like what, what actually happened to them? Like, why are they gone? Like that, yeah. and that, that's an issue. So I think honestly, when I think of that, I don't, I don't want there to be a remake. Like, yeah. Unless, unless they did it like how the teen Titans go did it. Cause they oh, did a they, whole. Okay. So you're making a bad situation worse. Episode. How fucking dare you? Blue? <laughs> oh, 
Fuck you, Jack. <laughs> there hasn't been a Teen Titan Go reference in the show for years. <laughs> it can keep going for years more. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll see. We'll fucking see. All but right, wait, I don't. Okay. Before have anybody have any have anybody watched any more episodes of Diabolical the the boys animated series? Ah, oh, shit, I forgot. Oh no, I'm yeah. I need to watch more. Yeah, I'm, I watched I, the first I one. Yeah. I, I know, I know, yeah, I know. Cronus watched the first one, but like, you're you're kind of lukewarm about it, but like, it gets so much. It, the last episode's the best because they talk like it's basically the origin story of Homelander, hmm. and Ooh. it's. But every every episode after that one, that the first one, it, it just gets fucking crazier and dankier, and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'll, I'll check it out. I, I just I've been busy with like, like other shit. Yeah. All right. Well, well let's wrap oh. it up then. Uh, old Mitch, what you got popping this week? So, uh, <clears throat> just really quickly, uh, I didn't talk to Blue and I briefly talked about it, but Young Justice Phantoms is back. Oh yeah, I'm all caught up on that one. And it's like three episodes. I don't know if they released three episodes or, or if I'm just behind an episode because there's a new episode basically tonight. Uh, we also didn't, we have, we still haven't talked about Star Trek Picard or Discovery yet. Oh, man. We'll hopefully we'll get to it. There's a new episode of Picard tonight. Yeah. I did not talk about Halo yet, but I'll probably wait until next week. Okay, um, I mean, I talked, about, I talked about the first episode. I'm going to talk about the second, third episodes in an hour and a half. I'm probably going to watch one or both of those tonight. Um, I didn't get to see the second episode of Moon Knight because it aired today. I'll probably watch that sometime over the weekend. So I'm I'm really excited to see what this next episode of Moon Knight goes. So I, I want to know more about this character and see how you know things progress. Um, I'm going to be playing this uh, Star Wars Skywalker saga, the Lego version, kind of pretty heavy this weekend um i'm probably i might it's been getting warmer in the base so i might steal the beach day we'll see and then um what else is missing there's some other stuff that we're supposed to talk about i can't think of it right now but that's it for me what you got chronos uh i got my first haircut in two years last week which is great i mean it was like like last thursday so that's why it's like grown out sort of so um but it was nice you probably can't tell because i've male pattern baldness because i'm a man and old as fuck well not old as fuck but i'm i'm getting older um in my 40s but yeah it was good to actually get a haircut and catch up with my uh my old barber i i went back to my old barber because you know why the fuck not you're black yeah we had some really good barbershop talk which i will not talk about on a podcast just know what the fuck you do i'm just saying we had a good conversation though um and other than that uh still doing the whole like move thing which is going to be uh good but you know we have some issues with the contractor which gonna, which we're going to meet with tomorrow there's something else that I want oh here we go rescue residents this is what I want to talk about for my like my outro is that the ambulance has been repaired um and Matt from pre-recorded live picked it up Matt and Becky from Pure Recorded Live, picked it up uh, last weekend, and it drove all the way back just fine, and it's good to go. Uh, the next steps are getting it over to a diesel mechanic to see if there's anything else wrong with it, because we we need to drive it back from Ohio all the way to SoCal, Southern California. So we want to make sure that it's going to make the trip, and also so it's good enough to um, be our demo vehicle and uh, understand like really like the ins and outs of like making these things into an RV. 
Um, and this, the first one that we bought is not going to be the one that we're going to give to somebody else like right away. This is going to be like the one like where we like figure out the kinks. Like, how do you make oh. these ambulances into an RV? How hard is it to do? Like, what materials do we need to like make these things into, into an RV? And so we're going to take basically use this first vehicle to uh, car shows and other various like, you know, veterans organizations and, and homeless, you know, organizations and like say, hey, this is what we're going to do for, you know, homeless vets. And we're going to give them these uh, basically revamped RVs from ambulances and make it their home. And they're going to take them where they want to go because there's places in California where you're just you're priced out. Like there's unless you make a certain income in like the vast majority of California where like most people are, like you can't afford, you know, the cost of living. So this is like part of our plan. So yeah, like we're looking forward to like going out there and picking it up and, and driving it back. But there's still a couple more things we gotta do. I'm just glad that it runs now and that we got it repaired and I'm just like really looking forward to like all the things that are gonna come. And yeah, we have a we actually have a board meeting tomorrow. So I look forward to that as well. Um, what's, what's cool is that, like, uh, uh, Becky, she posted up pictures of the inside of the, yeah. of the ambulance. And it, I'm actually surprised how big those things I've, I've never actually been in one. I'm not going, what? Oh, you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, ah, wow. I was, I was actually impressed on how large it actually is in one of those. Yeah. And uh, we got lucky, actually, with this one because, well, lucky but unlucky. That's a whole other thing. But we got lucky in the fact that that vehicle was actually – it was – it was converted into like a, a command vehicle. So it was actually used for the sheriff's department. It was a, a former ambulance that got turned into like a, a command center for a sheriff's department. And now we're going to use it to be an RV for a homeless veteran. So, yeah. Cool. That's yeah. all I got. That's good stuff. Uh, congrats on that. Uh, Blue, what you got? I ain't got nothing. And you know this man? No. Um, so I'm, I'm continuing playing yeah, uh, Forbidden man. West. Um, I've actually been on a, a there's a, a company reached out to me uh, about a job opportunity, and I've been on a couple, a couple of interviews for them, and it's actually looking pretty good. So hopefully that kind of pans out. Don't let them see this. Um, <laughs> my other job, I don't know about this podcast. <laughs> Even though I almost, I almost made it slip because um, uh, it's, it's, it's been a couple of years since we did since I did the interview with Michelle Nichols. That was and, today. Uh, yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah, basically it was today. And I was gonna send it to a. I was like, I was literally about to send it to a uh, a castmate, and I was like, wait, hold up, I don't want them to know about the podcast. And they're gonna want to listen to it and blah blah blah, and I'm gonna get in trouble because there's some shit that I talked about on this podcast about work. And yeah, anyways, um, a little update on my my son, little little Sebastian, um. Yeah, this kid's trying to walk. Like he's, you know, he's you. The sweetness and I will will play this little pass pass the kid game where we'll stand on one end and she'll stand on the other end. He'll like walk to one of us and walk back to one of us, and it's like holy shit, this kid is like literally fucking walking around. It and it's it's crazy. He's not, he's comfortable like walking from like uh, going from his um, the like we have like one of those play gates that the uh, that Cronus got us. He'll go from that to the couch and back and forth, or he'll. He'll do like a leap of fate where he's in a kitchen and he will like walk down the kitchen to one of us. And it's like, look, wait, 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 kid, like 
We're not ready for you. So he's really taking that initiative on walking, and it's, it's really cool to see. And uh, my mom said that I started walking at 13, at 13 months. <laughs> 13 years. I was 13 years old when I first started walking. <laughs> but, um, so bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that he can beat me as far as walking, but it's 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 really cool and to see like how he's grown and this and that. But uh, yeah, other than that, uh, plan on going out drinking this weekend, kind of breaking the the quarantine and kind of trying to get back into normal life. I mean, uh, we did a couple of weeks ago. I mean, you together? Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was Steve. it was really it was really it was really fun hanging out with you guys without a mask and having some good food and listening to some uh, some good music, which was. Which was cool. Like it was kind of random. We were, we were random. hanging out in this one spot, and there was like a jazz person playing on top of this mezzanine. 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 Uh, yeah. What a Mar- Vampire queen. You know, Mar- Marceline. So you said. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I started watching uh, Adventure Time right now because it's on HBO Max, and like that show is a little adult. Like there's a lot of adult humor in that. I'm like, wait, we've been, we've what the hell? Said this, though. We said this well, on no, this I, podcast. No, I like I I, re- I remember that, but I didn't. I like watching it again. It's like, wow. Like there's like I'm talking about like kind of sexual content. Like there's, yes, we we been said that on this podcast. We even said this about Animaniacs, Tiny Toons when they aired. There's nah, a nah, lot nah, of that. I'm talking about. I'm like there's a scene where Bubblegum Princess is like kissing her hand. And like the ice king is like, oh hey, I got a hand that can help you out with that. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> like she, it's almost like she was masturbating, and he came in and caught her masturbating. And he was like, hey, I have a hand that can help you with that too. And it's like, wow, like they really went there. But like, mm-hmm. I, it went over my head the first time, but watching it again, I'm like, wow, that's really. And then there's like a scene where Bimo, he's a little the guy that's behind my back, like he's off to a corner, and he's a, he's a he's basically a, a Game Boy. And he's playing a game on himself, and like Jake walks in, he's like, "Oh, hey, people, are you playing with yourself?" He's like, "No, don't look, don't look," and whatever dies. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of adult humor in this game. I mean, the show that just mm-hmm. either flew over my head or like I noticed it, but like watching it again, it's like, "Wow, that's they really have that in there." But yeah, anyways, good fucking time. But uh, yeah, that's about it. That's all that's kind of crackling with me. Good shit, good shit. Well, I'm really fucking glad to be back on here with you guys. Uh, for those who don't know, regular. just been listening. Uh, it is not that I was trying to not be on the podcast, but your boy was working literally well past this time of night, pretty much seven days a week. Um, and that fucking project stopped for work, and I'll be back on regularly now, which is awesome. Um, the other thing I want to really catch up on, uh, I want to see if it's still in theaters is Jujutsu Kaisen An- uh, Zero, this anime movie. So I'm hoping to see that maybe Friday, Saturday or something, and then uh, give a review next week because um, I'm hearing great things about it, like high 90s in terms of the reviews and whatnot. And it did well in the box office. So definitely want to check that out. Still playing a little bit more Elden Ring and. Uh, I like Snowfall in Atlanta a whole lot. Those shows are fucking killing oh, it. Oh, shit. I forgot Atlanta's back. And so is Woke. Woke Season 2 is back. Oh, it Dude. is? Shit, I know it's, it's back. Yeah, yet. Woke Season 2 started end of March. I watched the, what was it, the Three Slaps episode of uh, Atlanta, like, more than once. That shit fucked me up. I even actually showed <laughs> my eldest uh, son uh, you, that episode because it was You let just... him watch that show? <laughs> No, just that ep- that episode because it was so uh, impactful. You know, with the one where uh, it's all about it, Donald Glover is barely in it, but it's all about 
him um, going to foster care and getting abused and all of that. You know, you don't remember yeah. that one? Yeah. So that's, I haven't seen any of season two. So. Oh, dude, this is like the current season. But in, in any event, yeah. uh, that's all I got really, really populating. Uh, yeah, take us on out. All right. You just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. We we kind of leveled up, even though Prodigy was lying about uh, where he was. We know he was running from booty police. It's fine. Oh, we covered for him. Uh, you can check. You can check us out anywhere, and everywhere with BTI. That's B T H A N B T H A N B T I. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, everywhere you listen to podcasts, check us out every Wednesday. If you stumbled upon us randomly through some weird algorithm or every Wednesday night, 8.30% of the time, we go live. And if you're listening to us in the from a past episode, you know that we're still doing this every Wednesday live, 8.30% of the time. It, or 8.30-ish, <laughs> depending. <laughs> uh, we, you can email us, pthebti.gmail.com. Uh, we have a website, spinheadproductions.com forward slash pthebti. We're also on Discord. If you want to know, email us with a figure you out how to get you There you go. Celebrate through the Fridays this week. Nope. Do it. That's, that's what got you in trouble in the first place. Just saying. I got Elder in trouble. <laughs> 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 Peace, Geek. Oh, okay.